0: blog talk radio first world order radio finally finally we are on the air
1: no doubt all right all right there's always gonna be somebody in the building on first world order radio
0: begin on into some of that order consciousness tonight In time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics and the rule based on value and natural characteristics. The radiates electromagnetistics of sound through the essence that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. And indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. The radiates electromagnetistics of sound through the essence that your thoughts transmits it. This every Wednesday can become So you need to start uh, Getting your calendar right Get your schedule, your schedule right You need to know our intentions straight out Alright, so I mean these clues are given Throughout the various languages For to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school Back together again And what we plan on doing Both of us Bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're gonna
1: take this level up a notch. We're gonna have stuff to do here. This is not just gonna be about philosophies and theories, shit that works.
0: You have activated python in which I produced this black chemical called melanin. We, what we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and zoteric study. Time is over. can't miss nothing, now I think back on my past lives, experiences, old friends and past wives, broke through the third, now it all makes sense, physical form feels much more dense, I'm on one accord now. Back to the Godhead, back to the one that's with some food, not bread, travel galaxy to galaxy. Earth is but an apple seed, shine through the cosmos, every planet drop a seed. It was said all life breeds promise, therefore no need for Jefferson-Thomas. Extraterrestrial ancestors, upload knowledge into my mind sector. We welcome you to the fifth dimension, and did, did, did I forget to mention? It's way, way better than third. It's way, way better than third. We welcome you to the fifth dimension. Sitting sit, sit there, in suspension.
1: It's way, way better than third. It's way, way better than third. It's a new day on the horizon. Time repositioning to now. Sundials move rapidly through air pockets. Amoeba resembling figures. greeters and space tunnel entrances. No emotional expressions, just a conscious connection, see in every direction. Cosmonic feelings, evolving actions to harmonic vibrations. Create awareness of holographic patterns, hard work manifests passionate values. Confessing truth without falsehood, as it is above, so it is below. For the purpose of miracles of the one thing, no weak links, The change doesn't exist, it's only energy. Transitioning from the third, yeah. Welcome to the fifth
0: dimension. We welcome you to the fifth dimension. And did 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 I forget the mention It's way way better than third. It's way way better than third. We welcome you to the fifth dimension. It, it, sitting there stuck in suspension. It's way way better than third. It's way way better than third.
2: Right. It'll be all once
1: again. It's tips and tricks Tuesday on First World Order Radio. Once again I'm your host for the evening, Blackwater, Metal Magician. We're gonna first of all give thanks to those that came before and those that will come after. I say, I say. I always got to reflect on on the past and know yesterday is to build a better tomorrow. True, indeed. That was uh that was 12th density right there. That last clip. That's a group that me, and my brother and I are involved with. It's an old cut from back in, the, but it's not that old. Actually, like four years old, I think 20, 2010 or something like that, about five years old, six years old. But it'd be we had to throw that age of Aquarius in there too, make the sunshine and Fifth dimension. Didn't play all the way out last week, like uh, I thought it was, you know. Perfect planning prevents poor performance, right? All right, so... Uh, I thought I was going to be gone. So we got, I was supposed to go to my family with my sister. they went on vacation. But uh at any rate, spirit intelligence led me in a different direction. So we're still here. Didn't go. Which is good. I'm supposed to be at work. as where I work the group um throughout, well, from, like, uh, Monday to Thursday. 24-hour type deal. But I get off on Tuesday and let my son go in there where he actually he goes there, I guess he you know, I don't insist that he you know, he, he offers. He knows that I'm 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 gonna need to come home. I gotta come to my come to the domain, my dwelling place to uh to get right on on Tuesday evenings with the um the tips and tricks and stuff. So I I get off about five o'clock, come over here, get prepared, but on the way out it was like it was like Tom already out there. It was the land of indignation. It looked like it we was about to flood. So I, I ran and got me some raspberries and some, some water, aloe vera water at the grocery store. And by the time I pull up at the house, the sun just like the clouds peaked out real quick. So now it's looking real warm out there. Nice, nice uh, view out the window here. Looking at looking at sheep and <laughs> I got sheep sheep drapes up and. Uh, I guess you could say drapes. Not really drapes, but like a curtain-type thing with Sheba on one of them. And then um, who's on the other one? Diana? No, no, that's uh, that's Quayenne. Quayenne on the other one. on the one next to
0: her. And then I got my my people back here, Ganesha,
1: behind me, looking up. Ella Fitz, Mike. But anyway. Yeah, so the indignation didn't happen. We didn't get the flood. That's yes, how was. other was, but looking nice now, so that's good. I ain't got to worry about no feedback and all that other stuff throughout the, uh, throughout the broadcast and everything. That's peace. So let this one shine. Yeah, it's yeah, always a plus. Well, we um going to start this one out from last week's uh, discussion. And get everything in like a uh, well, you know. I think I mentioned it. I probably have to go into session two on that one, cause yeah, uh, yeah, you know. So just go ahead and divine on in <laughs> into the waters, right? So uh, so we won't have uh, any delays and all that other good stuff and all that other good stuff. So, producing an immortal body, we uh, broke that down in Mu'ta'a Badi. This is part two of the session, part duh. Yes, yes. Immu'ta'a Badi, that's the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth and fire, contributing to the divine soul.
2: And we know that the
1: body consists of 75% water, so the divine being that exists within the water, within the body, body. the divine being, the cell, you know, the first cell, they, they uh, equate that to, uh, of course, the pomegranate or the divine being, being Haru or Asir, Lord of the Perfect Black, the father-son type, you know, equation that being equality, um, to know the father, to know the son. So, the divine being that exists in that water, you know, that's the particle and two-dimensional black dot right there. That's in the in the manger, in the scept, in the sepulchre, You know, wrapped in wrapped in swaddling clothing, wrapped in the uh, bum wrap and whatnot. But it brings harmony to earth and fire, to the lower and higher selves. Contributing to the divine soul. The divine soul is the pretty much is our thoughts that float on forever and ever as we continually grasp uh, each reality and bring it back into self or absorb them into self like a sponge. Existing with that water, that sponge is that uh, divine soul that's collecting all the data or whatnot, the memories, from them created and formed. It's mind, the creative mind, so as we create. We go through each passage and, and pick up through the cells and everything, DNA, all that, you know, is picking up this information. And and that brings harmony to earth and fire to both the physical and to the immaterial, the material and immaterial sides of self. Poverty and representative of, uh, of spirit, so to speak, even though it's physical existence as we conceive it and as we uh, receive it, you know. Okay, so that's the um ta'a ba'adi. And um, so today, oh, yeah, before we set it off here, I wanted to go back and apologize. I said that, said, I, well, I was listening to a couple of the past podcasts, and uh, I think I said something long. Let me see. It was uh, a few things. Shin is the 21st letter of the Hebrew alphabet. I think I said it was the 19th, something like that. I can't recall what letter I said it may have been. But all in all, I know 22 is Tars. And Shin is right about that, so that's 21. Rest is 19. Uh, no, 20. I said 19 was uh, Shin, but that's actually uh, Q. Circle, which means circle, if I'm not mistaken. Yet still, shin is the twenty-first letter of the, of the Hebrew alphabet, not the not the nineteenth. Uh, All right, and let's go into it. Tips and tricks for the day. Um, tips and tricks for the day. I got two sets of tips and tricks. The first says is dealing with some um with nutrients they have a beneficial impact on telomeres. And the telomeres are the sequence of DNA at the, that at the end of the, at, they're at the end of the chromosomes. They tend to get shorter every time a cell divides. So um, when telomeres drop below a, a certain level, the cell no longer divides properly and it eventually fades away. So you know, I break the word telomere down to tyromere or tyromere. Um, land of fire and water. And um, land of fire and water, that's basically the cell, you know, the cell exists of 70 to 80% water and 20, 20 well, um, you could say 25 to 20% protein or fire. So it's fire and water. Land of fire and water, the physical body, it, it consists of proteins and uh, the Water. Um, so, telomeres, the, the tie that binds the chromosome together with the DNA is that actually dwelling. So, if the telomere is shortened or eventually fades away, then the information that's going to the DNA will also um, be. It won't be proper. Basically, the whole message will not get through properly. It'll be some short, well, you know, short-circuited type of information, and blue. it would not flow properly from from a breath to heart. Well, from breath to lungs to heart to cells to, um, you know, what I'm saying it's into the um, chromosomes and then to the to the actual DNA. So these are some tips and tricks on that, some nutrients that are very beneficial. i pop them, okay? But a few of them, we got uh, vitamin B12. Uh, Vitamin B12 is uh, known as the energy vitamin. The body requires it for a number of vital functions. Among them are like energy production, blood formation, uh, DNA synthesis, and myelin. Myelin is an uh, insulation that protects nerve endings. and allows them to communicate with one another. So, you know, basically that, that's you know, protecting that telomere. Unfortunately, research suggests that about 25% of American adults are deficient in this nutrient. nearly half the population has suboptimal blood levels due to not having, you know, a good amount or sufficient amount of B12 in their system. B12 is found mostly in animal tissues, including foods like beef and beef liver, lamb, snapper, venison, salmon, shrimp, scallops, poultry, and eggs. It's not readily available in plants, so if you don't eat meat or animal products, you are at risk of deficiency. Um, the few plant foods that are sources of B12 are actually just B12 analogs. An analog is a substance that blocks the uptake of true B12, so the body needs for the nutrient. Actually increases if one is not getting sufficient B12 in the diet. I recommend uh, the supplementation immediately, but just vitamin nutrient because uh, either you know we'll get a get like an under the tongue tablet or a fine mist spray because it goes directly to the to the cells that way. It bypasses all the other processes of, of digestion with the enzymes and stuff attacking. Ensure that the buyer has this, well, you know. You have to go through that process, too. But ensure the body has a sufficient amount of B12 and it improves your quality of life and prevent the debilitating, even life-threatening disease. But Basically, it helps with... Uh, it decreases myelin, myelin uh, insulation that protects the nerve endings. And that allows the nerves, neurons, and all that to get right to talk to each other and, and pass all that, that information to the DNA proper. Vitamin D it In one study of more than 2,000 women, those with higher vitamin D levels were found to have fewer age-related changes in the DNA as well as lowered lowered inflammatory response. Women with higher levels of vitamin D are more likely to have longer telomeres and vice versa. This means that people with higher levels of vitamin D may actually age more slowly than people with low levels of vitamin D. Leukocytes or white blood cells, or leukocyte telomere lymph, LTL is a predictor for aging-related diseases. As we age, our LTLs, or leukocyte telomere lymphs, become shorter, but if one suffers from chronic inflammation, their telomeres decrease much faster because the body's inflammatory response accelerates leukocyte turnover. Our vitamin D concentrations also decrease with age whereas C-reactive protein increases. Um... And C-reactive protein is a protein present in blood serum in various abnormal states, as like a inflammation or neoplasia. Neoplasia is the formation of tumors and also a facilitator of inflammation. So this double punch increases our overall risk of developing autoimmune diseases, such as multiple, sc- multiple sclerosis and rheumatoid arthritis later, later, later on in life. Uh, the good news is that vitamin D is a powerful inhibitor of the body's inflammatory response, and by reducing inflammation, we diminish a turnover of leukocytes, effectively creating a positive chain reaction and help protect one against a variety of diseases. In, in essence, it protects the body from the decline of aging. Researchers have found that subgroups of leukocytes have receptors for the active form of vitamin D3, which allows the vitamin to have a direct effect on these cells. This, mo- this may also explain the specific connection between vitamin D and autoimmune disease. The absolute best way to improve your vitamin D levels would be, of course, through safe sun exposure. So get that sun in, let the sun shine in. You know it. Okay. Um, omega-3 essential fatty acids. According to Dr. William Harris, an expert on omega-3 fats, those who have an omega-3 index of less than 4% age much faster than those indexes above 8%. Omega-6 to omega-3 ratio is causing inflammation, and this is very important, so you need to check this, you know what I'm saying, because they try trying to record as it is, so you feel me? So that, um, with indexes above 8%, elevated omega-6 intakes are associated with an increase in all inflammatory diseases which is to say virtually all diseases. This this includes but is not limited to cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, obesity, metabolic syndrome, irritable, irritable bowel syndrome, and inflammatory bowel disease, macular degeneration, rheumatoid arthritis, asthma, cancer, psychiatric disorders, autoimmune diseases. Anthropological research suggests that our hunter-gatherer ancestors consumed omega-6 and omega-3 fats in a ratio of roughly one-to-one. It also indicates that both ancient and modern hunter-gatherers were free of the modern inflammatory diseases like heart disease, cancer, and diabetes that are the primary causes of death and illness today. At the onset of the Industrial Revolution, which was about 140 years ago, there was a marked shift in the ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids in the diet. Consumption of omega six fats increased at the expense of omega three fats. This change was due to both the advent of the modern vegetable oil industry and the increased use of cereal grains and steed for domestic livestock, which in turn altered the fatty acid profile of meat that humans consume. So even if we are getting some meat in, be like in the the B twelve, which is for it helps with heart functioning and blood flow. By then feeding the animals, the cereal grain that's been, you know what I'm saying, and then we eat it, of course, it's, it had, the cereal grain is uh, omega-6. Omega-6 is, causes inflammation, but okay, let's get back into this. Therefore, the omega-3 index may also be an effective marker for the rate of aging. According to Dr. Harris' research, omega-3 fats appear to play a role in activating the enzyme tumorase. Telomerase is any of numerous complex proteins that are produced by living cells and catalyze specific biochemical reactions at body temperatures that can rebuild and lengthen telomeres. So this is a, a list in, of, uh, I'm just going to read some of them. Just a list of different oils made from um, different seeds and whatnot. And the percentage of percentage of Omega-6s to um, like Omega-9 and and Omega-3. But at any rate, um, Safflower oil, Safflower oil, 75% Omega-6 content. Don't get it. Sunflower oil, 65% Omega-6 content. Corn oil, High frucose corn syrup, 54% omega-6. Cotton seed, 50%. Sesame seed, 42%. Peanut oil, 32% omega-6. Soybean oil, 51% omega-6. Walnut, 52% omega-6. Black seed oil, though, pretty darn going good. Omega-3 content is 56, 57%. The omega-6 content, it's 14%. Another good, a couple of good, olive oil is actually um, is actually uh, pretty good. It's 75% monosaturated fat. And monosaturated fat actually helps break down uh, phytochemicals, uh, nutrients, and minerals properly. It, it's not good to cook with with uh, olive oil because it the rate the high it's head it gives off for carcinogenic after about a hundred twenty degrees. So it's good to eat with it, but it's not good. I mean, you know, or like on your salad or something. Um but those first ones, are oh, uh coconut oil. It's a good saturated fat. It doesn't have any it barely has any um uh, omega six, like two percent Butter has three percent omega six. Palm oil has ten percent omega six. Um, but that 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 cottonseed, uh, peanut oil, soybean, um, corn oil, of course, sunflower oil, safflower oil. Look at the labels when you're picking up stuff at the grocery store, and be be uh, you know certain that it doesn't contain I mean, I, I was getting the almond milks and all that, and then I noticed a couple of, when I, I, was, I was put on a game about the blood, um, blood-type diet, and I was allergic to, to certain things like sunflower, safflower, and peanuts, and stuff like that. So-called allergic, but at any rate, you know, I just wanted to test it out, but then, you know, I found out I'm about the Omega 6 content versus Omega 3, and I see that, that uh, Omega six causes inflammation. And if you notice it's even in the almond milk, you know, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna use aloe vera water <laughs> for my for my cereal now. You know, I had to buy a cereal that had this vitamin E in it and no uh uh and no no oils that are associated with omega six. Alright, so let's get to the next. Oh yeah, well, Sunflower, corn, soybean, and cottonseed oils are the worst, as well as safflower, 75%. So, you know, look at your labels and definitely don't buy vegetable oil like Wesson and stuff like that. Hydrogenated vegetable oil, that just not cool. You know, they've done a lot of things to that to make it the way it is, part of um, uh Number four, Aztec's then. As Taxitin is a multivitamin derived from from a microalgae, Haematococcus pluvialis, in the um, like uh, like 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 the, the dawn, all right. In the 2009 study on multivitamin use, telomere then, longer telomeres were also associated with the use of antioxidant formulas. Telomeres are particularly vulnerable to oxidative stress. Additionally. Inflammation induces oxidative stress and lowers the activity of telomerase, the enzyme responsible for maintaining the telomeres. Astaxanthin is one of the most effective and beneficial antioxidants currently known with strong anti-inflammatory DNA-protective capabilities. It has a number of unique features that make it stand out from the crowd. For example, astaxanthin ac- is 65 times more powerful than vitamin C, 54 times more powerful than beta-carotene, Fourteen times more powerful than vitamin E. Astaxanthin crosses both the blood-brain barrier and the blood-retinal barrier. Beta carotene and lycopene do not, which brings antioxidant and anti-inflammatory protection to the eye, brain, and central nervous system. And that's whammy. that's good stuff like right that. Another feature that separates astaxanthin from other carotenoids is that it cannot function as a pro-oxidant. Many antioxidants will act as pro-oxidants, meaning they start to cause rather than combat oxidation. They, they act as pro-oxidants when present in our tissues, uh, uh, when, when they are present in our tissues, is uh, in sufficient concentrations. This is why we don't want to go overboard taking too many antioxidant supplements like beta-carotene, you know what I'm saying? So acytoxidin, as, as on the other hand, does not function as a pro-oxidant, even when present in high amounts, which makes it highly beneficial. Lastly, one of its most profound features is its unique ability to protect the entire cell from damage, both the water-soluble part and the fat-soluble portion of the cell. Other antioxidants affect just one or the other. This is due to, an- to acetoacitin, unique physical characteristics that allows it to reside within the cell membrane while also protecting the inside of the cell. Acetaxitin is a very uh, powerful um, nutrient Check it out. Get it at your local health store. You got, I got some big all black. Every time I pop them, I, be, I just suck I like, yeah, this is melanin, right? <laughs> Where is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, got the gel cabinet, not melatonin. Is it? <laughs> but, yeah, fermented foods. Number five, fermented foods, probiotics. It's clear that eating the diet consistent of high amounts of processed foods with shorten life, Yet, 90% of the money that Americans spend on food is spent on processed foods. And the number one source of calories in the U.S. comes from high-fructose corn syrup, which is a staple ingredient in nearly all processed foods, from frozen dinners to condiments, snacks, and soda. Researchers have, been discovered, researchers have even discovered that genetic mutations and malfunctions that cause disease are created in future generations when highly processed and artificial foods are consumed. Part of the problem is that these processed sugar and chemical laden foods destroy the body's intestinal microflora. Gut flora has incredible power over the immune system, which, of course, is the body's natural defense system. And stress, artificial sweeteners, chlorinated chlorinated, um, chlorinated water, and many other factors can also reduce the amount of probiotics, friendly bacteria, in the gut, which can dispose one to illness and premature aging. We can use a probiotic supplement, but getting probiotics from food is definitely better, as one can consume far more beneficial bacteria. In many cases, up to 100 times more. Um, You can look online, Google how to prepare um, probiotic vegetables and whatnot. Um, Magnesium, number six, magnesium. Magnesium also plays an important role in DNA replication, repair, and RNA synthesis. And dietary magnesium, like raw green leafy vegetables, has been shown to positively correlate with increased telemedicine in women. Insufficient amounts of magnesium also reduce the body's ability to repair damaged DNA and can induce chromosomal abnormalities. Magnesium influences telomere lymph by affecting DNA integrity and repair, in addition to its potential role in oxidative stress and inflammation. So magnesium is another good one because it helps repair the DNA. You know, so that helps with maintaining telomere. Polyphenols. Polyphenols are potent antioxidant compounds in plant foods, many of which have been linked to anti aging benefits and disease reduction. Here are a few examples of these potent antioxidant compounds. Grapes with resveratrol. Resveratrol deeply penetrates the center of your cell's nucleus, giving DNA to repair free radical damage. Pachylia. um There are potent antioxidant properties and health benefits in raw cucaya. Powder, dark, organic, unprocessed chocolate has been found to benefit glucose metabolism for diabetic control, blood pressure, and cardiovascular health. Green tea. Polyphenols um, and tea have been found to offer protection against many types of cancer. Green tea is the least processed kind of tea, so it also contains the highest amounts of polyphenols, all tea varieties. varieties. So keep in mind, however, that many green teas have been oxidized, and this process may take away many valuable properties. The easiest way to look for to look for a sign that it um, has been oxidized is tea's color the green tea's color. If your green tea is brown rather than green, then it's more likely it has been oxidized. Uh, number eight is folate aka vitamin b nine or folic acid, according to the future study in the Journal of Nutritional Biochemistry plasma concentrations of the B vitamin and folate correspond to telomere lymph in both men and women. Folate plays an important role in the maintenance of DNA integrity and DNA methylation, both of which influence the lymph of telomeres. It is useful for preventing depression, seizure disorders, and brain atrophy. In fact, folate deficiency can lead to elevated homocysteine levels, which can be a major contributor to heart disease, Alzheimer's disease. One unfortunate and preventable reason why some people while some people believe that folate numbers are slipping is the increased prevalence of obesity which negatively affects the way most people metabolizes support vitamins. The most ideal way to raise folate folate levels is to eat plenty of fresh, raw, organic, leafy green vegetables and beans. Please note that this is this is the most that is the natural folate from food that has been found to be beneficial. This may not be true for the supplement, folic acid. Curcumin or Turmeric, the active ingredient in the spice turmeric, acts both as an immune booster and powerful anti-inflammatory, but perhaps its most valuable uh, asset lies in its anti-cancer potential. It affects over 100 different pathways once it gets into a cell, among them a key biological pathway needed for development of melanoma and other cancers. The spice actually stops laboratory strains of melanoma from multiplying and push the cancer cells to commit suicide by shutting down nuclear factor kappa B, a powerful protein known to induce abnormal inflammatory responses that leads to an assortment of disorders, such as arthritis and cancer.
2: Um, this is out of
1: Why Darkness Matters by Dr. Richard Keene, Dr. Edward Bruce Bynum, Dr. Anne C. Brown, Dr. T. Owens, page um, 59 and 60, to of himself, um, Curcumin and yellow uh, pigmented chemical constitution derived from turmeric and other spices used in foods. Western studies are still going, and many more by Indian scientists have already demonstrated that natural plant derived phytochemical um, polyphenolic pigments and common food additives ingested daily in cultures such as Indian, African, Caribbean, Asian, and South American can prevent or reduce many of the neurological and other dehabilitating debilitating diseases seen in Western cultures where these tactics are rather used. This, was just, this would suggest that food pigments are, are biochemical molecules that are as important as vitamins, minerals, and other food components and must be included in daily consumption for healthy nerve function. Furthermore, curcumin may be chemo, chemo-protective against the growth of gastric and colon cancer and may protect the brain against free radical damage and induction of chemo-oxygenase as protection. It is our position that a great deal of the pain and suffering visited upon the world's elderly population, especially are nutrition-related. In spite of food distribution injustices, poor countries often have advantages over more affluent countries in their cultural selection of foods that tend to keep certain diseases at a minimum. And we further hypothesize that pigment-bearing raw food substances make available biochemical molecules used by nerve cells to regenerate neuromelanin that the cell bodies of millions of neurons require moment by moment as semiconductors, as superconductors, and for the propagation of impulses that we call consciousness. So I had to put that right there in there because uh, consciousness is intelligence, and intelligence resides in breath. So we're getting we ain't getting enough breath. We ain't getting enough consciousness. So that's why we go to you know, the grocery store and just pick up whatever it tastes good and don't look at the label. I it was, it was named Wu Chang came out with that song, Read the Label. I started reading the label. They weren't just talking about they weren't talking about reading the, the label of your your favorite clothing line. They was talking about reading label, you know. Even if they didn't imply that, that's what I got out of it. So it was like ninety seven, ninety eight, I started looking at the label. Red forty, okay. Uh don't on that. A yellow six, nah, that don't even sound right with yellow six. So I got to, you know what I'm saying? So at that point, that's, at that juncture in my life, I started offering my diet a little bit. You say, say when I was my sustenance, what I was putting in, because I, I figured that certain things that we're putting in the might be causing a dilemma, especially when you see your loved ones, you know, fall off the planet or whatever, like it's a flat surface and whatnot. Due to uh, your pig feet and whatever. All right, but God bless. God bless. All right. Uh, Exercise induced lengthening telomeres under land of fire and water. Um, a 2013 pilot study from University of California San Francisco to 35 men. Localized early stage prostate cancer had 10 of them began lifestyle changes that included a plant-based diet, higher fruits, vegetables and refined grains, and lower fat and refined carbohydrates, moderate exercise, walking 30 minutes a day, six days a week, stress reduction, like gentle yoga, stretching breathing, and meditation, and also weekly group supports. When compared to the other twenty five study participants, the group that made the lifestyle changes experienced a significant increase in telemedaza. Of approximately 10%. Further, the more people change their behavior by adhering to the recommended lifestyle program, the more dramatic the improvements in health became. Uh, and In a 2014 study entitled "Stand Up for Health: Avoiding Sedentary Behavior Might Lengthen Telomeres," secondary outcomes from a physical activity, from physical activities, telomere lifting was significantly associated with, redu- with reduced sitting time. While a nutritious diet accounts for about 80% of the benefits derived from a healthy lifestyle, exercise cannot be ignored. And there's evidence suggesting that exercise protects against telomere shortening as well. Um, also pertaining to exercise, in one recent study on postmenopausal mm-hmm. women suffering from chronic stress, vigorous physical activity appears to protect those experiencing high stress by buffering its relationship with telomere lymph. In fact, among the women who did not exercise, each unit um, increase in the perceived stress scale was related to a 15-fold increase in the odds of having shorter telomeres. Those who did exercise regularly showed no relationship between length and perceived stress. So exercise is a very, uh, very um, positive thing to do, you know, just 30 minutes a day. Fun, sweaty exercise, or, you know, like, you know, trampoline, walk-in. Something that is breaking, make break you out in the sweat. You know, wrist walk. You know, swing your arms a little bit. Make sure you you're breathing and stuff. Don't don't knock yourself out though. Uh, tai chi, chi gungs, that was good exercises, too, especially as we get older. You know, our, you know as far as uh, the harder forms in, in uh, tai chi chuan, not the slow moving. As you know, those, those might not be uh, highly advisable for older person like 60 or something. But the the slow-moving forms, they're perfect. They're perfect for older people because it brings your balance back, to the equilibrium brings strength back in your ankles and knees. So nest falls, um, you know, things like that you have. Though, you be able to move and pick things up, uh, you know, move your hips without the aches and pains. It actually, if you introduce a, a better diet, alkalizing diet, you actually enhance the cells. Again, so by doing the Tai Chi and Qi Gongs, you're pushing those elements into the cells properly and therefore uh, cleaning and purging out the immune system or the lymphatic system because the lymphatic system is getting a hell of out workout and you know, actually pumping, getting good, clean lymphs in there to uh, produce uh, better health and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, Tai Chi Chi Gongs, Tai Chi Chi Gongs, it are very good for... Uh, Meditation as well is very good to help with inflammation and moving uh, impurities out of the body. Um, Reducing caloric intake. Previous research has shown that one can extend their lifespan by reducing caloric intake. The problem is that most people do not understand how to properly cut calories because in order to remain healthy, we have to cut out the right kind of calories, namely, refined carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are found in almost all living things and play a critical role in the proper functioning of the immune system, fertilization, blood clotting, and human development. A deficiency of carbohydrates can lead to an impaired functioning of all these systems. However, in the Western world, deficiency is rare. Excessive consumption of carbohydrates, especially refined carbohydrates like sugar or corn syrup, can lead to obesity, type 2 diabetes, and cancer. And healthy high-carbohydrate foods include dried fruit, cereals, crackers, cakes, flours, jams, preserves, bread products, potato products, and potato products. Healthy, high-carbohydrate foods include vegetables, legumes or beans, whole grains, fruits, nuts, and yogurt. Avoiding processed refined carbs will activate genes that govern youthfulness and longevity. So most definitely... Um, you know them cakes and everything, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, you know that bread and that that bread and that uh that meat don't mix anyway. That protein and carbohydrate they don't go together. Um, you know they they ain't digested properly. So avoid processed refined carbs, and it will activate genes that govern youthfulness and longevity. Um, The health benefits of calorie restriction can also be achieved by recurrent fasting. Keep in mind, though, um, cutting out sugars and grains, um, those processed refined carbohydrates. This is out of Taoism, Growth of a Religion by Isabel Robinet, page 31 and 32, shortly. Um...
2: States right here. I gotta thirty. What I think thirty.
1: to Yeah. I, um. Right here, the sage is characterized mainly by complete physical and mental freedom. He is outside the world. He wanders freely, enjoying himself at the four corners of the universe. He is one with the universe in its mystery of making no response. In his nature beyond the norm. Liberated from all moral, social, or political concerns, all metaphysical uneasiness, all concern for effectiveness, all eternal or external conflict, and all wants and desires, his spirit is free and lives in perfect unity with himself and with everything. Everything that depends on the external world is artificial and heavenly, the a term that also means natural, as opposed to human, since man imposes on nature reference Marks and tools that have a an ulterior, ulterior quality he carries in himself his own source of life with which he is one. The divine man does not eat the five cereals. They inhale the wind and sip on the dew. They ride clouds and air. They drive flying dragons and wander beyond the four seas. Uh, reason being for me stating this or putting that right there, is uh it states right here the divine man or the sage the mortal does not eat the five cereals the five cereals is basically the five senses but that's the metaphysical language the five you know the five cereals you know in Taoism they had an understanding as we have always had an understanding of certain qualities of our uh, assessments and things that we may introduce into our our diet so to speak uh, but we had always knew that the five cereals were five grains and whatnot. Are uh, gluten that produce gluten are uh, very they basically are harmful. So, um, barley, rye, wheat, oats, and triticale, which is a rye and wheat hybrid, are are five, uh, five of those uh, so-called like cereals that we. Um, that we should not put into the body. Uh, Reason being on that, in human nutrition and biology, advanced glycation end products, also known as AGE or AIDS, are substances that can be a factor in development or worsening of many diseases such as diabetes, arthrosolosis,
2: chronic renal
1: failure, and Alzheimer's disease. These harmful compounds can affect nearly every type of cell and molecule in the body, and are thought to be one factor in aging in some age-related chronic diseases. AGE, advanced glycation, end products are seen as speeding up oxidative damage to cells and altering their normal behavior. AGEs are formed both outside and inside the body. Specifically, they stem from glycation reactions, which refers to the addition of a carbohydrate to a protein without the involvement of an enzyme. That go again with the carbohydrates mixing with protein, you know, eating bread and meat at the same time with cheese and a piece of cheese, piece of with tomato sauce, you know, it, it, without having the involvement of the enzyme because the, en, the enzyme is mixed up. It's like it's confused because it got to break the protein down before it can break the sugar down. And you know, sugar being, it goes through the body pretty fast. And now it now has to wait on this protein, which takes about two to three hours because uh the chain or the links of the amino acids is kinda of complex. So uh the carbohydrate gotta be put on the back burner while that that long train of uh proteins gotta go first. And that's why diabetes and stuff like that is flourishing because of uh the, the way we may uh introduce food into our system. You know what I'm saying, not knowing it. Uh, So glucose can bond with proteins in a process called glycation, making cells stiffer, less pliable, and more subject to to damage and premature aging. Outside the body, AGEs can be formed by heating, for example, cooking the food, Um, you know, cooking uh, vegetables, you know, too long, you know, I I do the steaming, and um, I put the top on there, you know, after about a minute, or so on high, I turn it down low, and then I put the top on there with the with your corner crack, you know. So the air is right there, and it won't won't kill off all the vitamins and uh, minerals or nutrients or whatnot. then, you know, when I do steam vegetables, mostly I blend them down and blend in a blender and drink that junk. You know, that's like that. Like that. You know, the only thing that I cook basically nowadays is. Uh, and the beans, you know, you can't eat beans like that. <laughs> like raw, you know, but you walking around with a stiff stomach and <laughs> Putin, Putin, poop, Putin, fighting all of that back on day and all that with uh, you know, the beans and stuff. But all in all, A G E H, you know, agent, pre, uh, you know. Premature aging is happening, and we ain't got that baby soft skin and stuff like that. Can't move like a baby. We got you know, got the inflammation going on in the body and stuff. Is uh, due to stuff like the, the grains, and also due to the oils, um, those vegetable oils that I mentioned earlier. It's causing us to age faster, as well as um, not introducing certain supplementation. Like vitamin D, um uh you know, your uh, of course the omega threes, very powerful. Um vitamin D, zinc, vitamin E uh, what else? Uh we didn't really go over vitamin E like that. Vitamin C, um vitamin B twelve, S taxinutin, um uh, folic acid, but you know, just those those vitamins are very polyphenols. Um those those are very powerful and very beneficial to to meet, I tell our telomeres and just overall good health and good state of mind, good well being and you know longevity so we can see our great great grandkids, great 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 grandkids. You know, what I'm saying then <laughs> you still be out there jumping around off the diving board and and splashing in the water at the age of two hundred. Step. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So use this is the second tips and tricks using color to influence the attitude of your household per ankh, the house of life. Modern research has shown that when our eyes associate with the color, our brains discharges different chemicals that affect on a physical and emotional level. For instance, being in a red room will increase your heart rate and stimulate chemicals associated with aggression and high energy, while the color yellow stimulates serotonin the feel good chemical in our brains. Color therapy has been practiced and experienced in traditional healing professions for many years, but marketers and businesses more recently have also used color to shift human moods. It's no accident that fast food restaurants use red to energize our appetite or that Volkswagen uses yellow to induce an easy going type of image in our mind. There are no there are now prisons that house aggressive inmates in pink rooms and dress them in pink for its calming and energy training effects. Once we learn about the attributes and qualities of each color, we can use the information to promote a healthy atmosphere in the different rooms of our homes per arc. The home is the the body as well, so it's a time. Uh, Bati. I um, read Tuesday and in correlation with Mars and Herakity. Also read Sunday. It correlates with the sun and Heru. And as well as Wednesday, it correlates with Mercury and Sabat. Red is associated with high energy and power is covered. It is the first color our eyes are drawn to when we enter a room, or we, when we see any other colors around. Red is the first color that our eyes are drawn to because it's on the physical plane. That's the color of the rainbow. Red symbolizes courage, ambition, and strength. It promotes awareness and speed. It connects us to our physical self. It may help introduce confidence. It uh, gets us going when we need to be active and you know, task-oriented, and can help as an appetite stimulant. When there's too much red present or if someone is sensitive to red, they may experience feelings of irritation, anger, or hostility. Often, red is best used as a complementary color instead of primary color in interior decoration. So, don't use too much red around the house. Who is it? Hold oh, on. Uh
2: All right, now on the return,
1: we were at,
2: at the red.
1: All uh, right, so not too, don't put too much red around. Uh, Orange Friday, Venus, or Het Haru. Orange is a warm, inviting, and joyful color. It raises feelings of sociability, enjoyable connections, and happiness. It has an emotionally strong presence and promotes extroverted behavior. Extroverted behavior, a fantastic color to use in gathering stations to promote interaction and relationship building. Because orange contains red, it can also be overused. Too much orange or an orange that is too bright or intense can create overwhelming, irritating, or frustrating feelings. So orange is like red. Don't put too much of that floating around. It's a good color, though, because it helps with sociability and uh, getting your connections together with peoples and stuff like that promotes happiness. Uh, yellow. Uh, orange is related to Friday. Venus as. The uh, planet in Hetero. Yellow as well as Friday, Venus, uh, is the planet in Hetero is the deity or whatnot, the fourth Hetero, House of Light. All these yellow, Blue, orange, and green, all Venus, Hetero, dealing with uh, the three lower chakras, we're moving up from the root chakra. Um, all right, so uh, yellow is the color of optimism, brightness, cheery attitude, and mental clarity. It promotes creative, clear, upbeat thinking and decision making. Yellow can be helpful in easing depression and encouraging laughter. Put that yellow around to get that, you know, critical thinking. Get that jumping right. You know, get the creativity. You know, jumping good, clear thinking. You know, studies have shown that overexposure to yellow, especially intense and deep yellows, can increase irritability, crying, hyperactivity, and can shorten the tempers of babies and children as well as adults. So. Don't put no deep yellows out there, especially don't paint your room yellow, or child's room yellow. You ain't running about crying or you crying all night. You know, so uh, try, to, try to cut cut back or, you know, don't put that, that yellow in there. Green is a uh, really agreeable color. Green mm-hmm. is Friday, Venus a it real again. It has many positive qualities, invoking renewal, balance, refreshment, and peace, which provides a calming influence and a stress reducer. You can put that green in there with that little baby, she might. Here he might have uh, calmed down a little bit, blue as well, but we get to that. An excellent way to bring green into your home space is with indoor house plants or herb gardens. While there is not a strong negative aspect to too much green, it can promote laziness and a lack of creativity if overused. Blue Thursday uh, coincides with Jupiter, Ma'at, and Tahuti, or Juhuti. Blue promotes rest and calm and is a very popular color. The majority of people will always respond that their favorite color is blue. Blue can be very effective to help fight off insomnia and promote a deep, relaxing sleep. It can help balance hyperactivity in children and promotes imagination and a Thank you. So blue is good for the hyperactive child. Actually, I had a friend who had a hyperactive child, and um, I mentioned to get a blue light for his bedroom, and they went and did that. That he came back the next session and said, uh her husband said, Man, that blue light has doing some wondrous things. He he calm as a Joker now. He did, answer your questions easy, you know, this is a six year old, five year old, I think six now, but uh yeah, that blue works. And I did it with my dog as well, my pit our pit bull was very very not aggressive but with barking everything moving. Put that blue light in his room and cut that out. Uh, while blue can often be tolerated in higher amounts, the other colors, is, co- is a cool color, and too much blue can shift into feelings of unconcern, negativity, or separation from others. Balancing blues with a warmer, more interactive color is a great idea for gathering space at home. A uh, more active color would be like red or orange. Indigo. Um, black. Correlates with Saturday. Um, uh, also Saturn secure or puttie. Uh black also coincides with wednesday and that's a back again uh indigo has a common and sedative effect and it's the color associated with self-responsibility as well as with faith and trust in your intuition and instincts some negative effects of the color indigo are filthiness um separation from reality being impractical inconsiderate timid as well as getting depressed easily so, uh, don't wear black or indigo every day because it will uh, bring about the, the effect of uh, separation from other people, inconsiderate, you know, it's just morbid, pretty much. Um, violet, of course, that's Tuesday, that's Mars and Horeca again. Violet is often the favorite color of adolescent girls. It stimulates... My daughter, she likes purple, and I like purple purple and, uh, and red are my favorite colors for some of these. They always have been... It, yeah. it stimulates the problem-solving area in your brain, and it promotes creativity, intuition, and artistic ability. The overuse of violet may result in feelings of insecurity or suppression of emotion. So it, it might bring about insecurity, and it might, it might bring about suppression of emotion. So those are colors... Um, that we can use to improve our pro or influence the attitude of our pro our house of light, our house of life is the physical house externally and the physical house internally, so we can use some of those colors there or those colors in general in any way to uh bring about a higher uh you know, high personification of inner awareness so that our external, external reality can be, uh, you know, what it what we want it to be, creative, uh, peaceful, you know, cheery attitude. <laughs> if we got it going on within. You know, whatever we put in, that's what we get out. So whatever we put in, that's what we're going to get out. So now we're going to go into... um notes here, the immortal body of hidden light, the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth and fire, contributing to the divine soul and the hidden light. a little, just a little tweak on it there. Remember, metaphysical language is the retransformation of words in order to open up different, different portals of thought. So, got to change the way we're looking at the world view on descriptions and definitions of these symbols and exchange them for something that, that you know, when you see a door open and you see what you were looking for in that door, go ahead and through the door and get what you was looking for. Because the door might close. You might not have the opportunity to alter, you know, that, that reality, you know, we're dealing with a, a crazed out reality right now. <laughs> so anytime you get a chance to just flip it, because that's what magic is. You know, magic is changing, is basically just changing one's perceptions, and uh, being able to utilize certain things like symbols or words to, to actually do that. You know what I'm saying? So, the immortal body of hidden light in ta to body in body the divine being that exists within the water bringing harmony to earth and fire, contributing to the divine soul in the hidden light. The immortal body of hidden light shoots forward many light rays and the light manifests remarkable colors from below upwards as below, so above. The spirit glows tremendously in the infinite immortal body of hidden light. And I say again, wake up from the dream of being with God and know that you are God. We are now completing the activation and overstanding of our immortal selves. We are becoming the immortals that we have always been. We can now manifest, teleport, and telecommunicate to learn everything about everything. The formulas that we knew many times before have been returned to us once again. The fifth-dimensional revelation pertaining to cosmic frequencies of hidden light are now creating the connection of power producing the immortal body of hidden light. Ormi is the acronym for orbitally Rearranged Monatomic Elements. A monatomic element has two atoms per molecule. Ormi's elements are configurations that are superconductors and exhibit quantum physical behaviors at a visible scale including freedom from gravity, superfluidity, and tunneling to solid, through solid objects. This is out of Why Darkness Matters, again, by um, the brother Dr. Edward Bruce Barnum, sister Anne Dr. C. Brown, the brother Dr. Richard King, and the brother um, T. Owens Moore, page 58. Um, at the beginning of this work, the ubiquity of black material in the universe is well-documented, Investigates have shown the presence and importance of the dark pigment melanin or neuromelanin in the cytoplasm of trillions of nerve cells in the brain. This very powerful black matter acts as a low-level semiconductor or or superconductor transmitting and regenerating the current needed for consciousness, intellect, and sensory motor function. It is our position that neuromelanin is regenerated through raw food and food pigments intake especially from raw fruits and vegetables and natural, unprocessed food additives. So there again, you know, a lot of the things that's happening in the world, all the pain and suffering and things like that is occurring because of uh, the super semiconductor of melanin is not conducting properly. You don't want to get that back on the line. You know, such things has to take place. Because I didn't say have to, because, you know, I know what I learned, you know, but uh, to each its own. So this is coming out of, this is out of the um, African origin of electromagnetism by New I mean, This is page 58 right here. He wrote that "As as a semiconductor, melanin has an energy gap. The absorption of energy is required before electrons can jump into the conduction band and make melanin conductive. An increase in conductivity increases the sensitivity of melanin to the electromagnetic world of the big beams, astral projections, and spiritual entities. At low frequencies, the conductivity of melanin is small. but At ultra-high frequencies, UHF, melanin is a superconductor. Maximum current flows only on the skin due to the skin effect that melanin is UHF. UHF residence frequency, so that you know I was mentioning a couple of weeks ago, a few times over and over about turning everything off when meditating. And I sleep with my son when my son is gone or whatever, and he ain't coming back to the next day, which is basically every night. Well, he leaves out and whatnot, and he might go and stay with my sister or something and his cousin. So I turn off the power and sleep that way. No power in the house at all. I don't really need it that night because the space that I sleep in anyway is pitch dark. Cause I don't have no lights in there. So when I go to bed at night, it's not like I'm going to need my tele- my telephone is in the bathroom maybe 20 feet away. And uh, I don't have an alarm clock. and there's no light in that room where I sleep at. So I just turn off the power and just wake up in the morning with the sunlight because, you know, the blinds open over above my head. That- That's the natural alarm clock. Ready to go, you know, juiced up. That's for But yeah, that those uh, ultra high frequencies, short waves. You know, we don't we don't want the long waves. We want short waves. That's where the photons are developed at, and where we can really pick up that that uh that message, so to speak. That whole message, that holy text, the Metamaterial, the Holy Bible, whatever. You know, that's scripted within our DNA. The whole message and get everything back jumping properly and alive. That's uh, you know, getting that, turning off those electrical devices, that artificial electromagnetism, versus the electromagnetic world of etheric beings astral projections, and spiritual entities, where those electrons, protons, neutrons, and all that is dwelling within your cellular structure. You know, get that light to that, fill up those empty spaces. That so-called ninety percent of uh, junk DNA, get it back online. You know, with uh, that type of activity, right there, right there. All right. and can going to keep it moving. This substance was the bread that was fed by the angels. This substance talking about ormi, over the rearranged monatomic elements, was the substance that was fed by the angels. When the Bible says, give us this day our daily bread, also was the bread called manna or man that was fed to the Israelites when they were allegorically transitioning to the land of Canaan. In ancient Kemen it was called muff which means what's that? It was given as offering, as an offering or gift to the kings, the nagas or high priests, by the initiates in the mystery schools of Chimit. This spiritual substance was said to awaken the powers of perception, awareness, and intuition. It was called bread. It was also called perfume as well as the mist. In reality, it is the fragrance or color of sound and light or the frequency of the immaterial reality, dark energy, and dark matter. This is coming out of the non-comedy scriptures, uh, a section called The Gospel of Truth. Um, and it's entitled, The Sweetness of the Father. For the Father's sweetness will is good. He knows the things that are yours, so that you may rest yourselves in them. For by the fruits, one knows the things that are yours, that they are the children of the Father. And one knows his aroma, that you originate from the grace of his faith. For this reason, the Father loves his aroma, and it manifests itself in every place. And when it's mixed with matter, he gives his aroma to the light. And then to his rest, he causes it to ascend in every form and in every sound. Um, just some notes. The fragrance of the father represents the sweet, aromatic smell of amine, a nitrogen-based functional group developed from ammonia and sulfur. In chemistry, it is classified as hydrocarbon amine, and it is the chemical composition of melanin. And it manifests itself in every place, reflects on the movement of dark energy transferring to dark matter. This statement, the statement when mixed with matter, it gives its fragrance to the light implies that when matter and antimatter combine, it causes an eruption, a spark of the intelligence and union. For example, if you have an energy flow that is great enough, it can cause an electron with a charge one, and its antimatter constituent, a positron, with an equivalent mass and an electric charge of positive one to exist by destroying each other and in the same instance returning the ball of energy to its natural essence of raw pure energy. And into his rest, he causes it to ascend into every form and every sound. Is analogous to the scientific expression of rest motion, whereas light is slowed to a particular speed due to gravity's weight-bending effect, therefore eventually creating geometrical shapes as well as frequencies and vibrations corresponding to particles and waveforms as mass. From my own intuitive perspective, the underlying meaning is enlightenment, the spark, transports attunement to the lower vibrations, matter, and the higher vibrations, antimatter, connecting the gap between the physical and spiritual characteristics of the individuated dual self, as well as harmonizing by way of sound frequencies and vibrations within the current of all sound stimulates and activates the neurons of the amygdala that opens channels to higher levels of experiences. The amygdala is an almond-shaped area in the brain. It was formerly the brain's fear center. However, now that the cosmos is expanding outward and spinning forward, the amygdala can now begin its true function of connecting communication into the cosmic realm of the co-creative consciousness. During the reverse spin of the cosmos away from causal consciousness, the amygdala was used to record emotions. It was also the area that recorded lust memories. Now, the Amigadala is connected directly into the lowest part of the tailbone, created a direct link of the spine, which creates the co creative and manifest reality to become evident through our bodies and through our eyes. The manifest reality is the realities we wish to experience. The reverse seal of the Amgadala made many believe that the lust reality was the mystic experience. It made many believe they were speaking to angels when they were actually being trapped or possessed by the reverse seal pulling them into visions of the lower realms of consciousness. The chemical dust symbolizes orme, or orbitally rearranged monatomic elements used to produce creative manifestations, is actually the sound frequencies of light code spectrum sent through specific angles of consciousness to alter the mind towards attunement to cosmic consciousness. And also to be healed and elevated through the hidden liquid light of the collective suns. Now we can once again use the amygdala to create the alignment of the cosmos through streaming cosmic frequencies. Um, through streaming cosmic frequencies taking place here on the earth, the amygdala is now able to be activated to spin forward to make the connections to, to all intelligent breaths. It can also be completely disconnected from fear, sex, and lust now. This reconnection to the forward spin will now allow a complete connection between the lower tailbone area and to the Amgandala for complete telecommunication and teleportation. This is what many have called the Kundalini activation. The Kundalini activation is complete, compa- connection, complete connection of the physical and spiritual self into oneness, with co-creativity with the divine mind, the indwelling intelligence or source, Allah all all can take place. The brain center becomes activated by the fuel of the neutron. When the brain center is activated by the cognitive electromagnetic stimulation, the body's spiritual essence becomes fueled. The sparks of el Kalum, the all, are ignited in every cell in the body. There is a domino effect of one spark igniting another and another and another until the entire melody of the realms of hidden light and sound resonate into oneness and in essence become organized. It is this harmonic tone of all the cosmic entities and source frequencies and the hidden light energies of the millions of suns that turn their mortal body back on. When the fuel is ignited by the sun's photonic energy, the body glows. There is a unique shining brilliance beaming from the skin. The creative cosmic frequencies sent via cosmic galactic and solaric angles of hidden light To create the new immortal realm can be heard on any of the frequencies of separate cosmic tones, pulsations, and vibrations. Every breath of consciousness comes from specific elementals in the cosmos. Each breath is an entity or energy, an elemental, who is bridging the cosmic frequencies to Earth in order to create the immortal bodies of the hidden light. This transmitter is activated by raising one's frequencies into the tone created by connecting the cosmic and galactic realms and attuned to solaric energies. A frequency is created by breath from a certain range, such as the cosmic or karas range. Karas means to raise the spirit again. The breath can be felt activating the triggers of the causal plane within every cell of the body. This is the activation that aligns the body into the immortal cell that can teleport both spiritually and physically, manifest instantly, and transform the realm of the third dimension into the fifth dimension. You said right I said right here the breaths can be felt activating the triggers of the causal plane within every cell. whatever you feel that the type of a holy ghost feeling, you know what I'm saying? You'd be talking to somebody and they might say something or you might say something that you know they feel too and you feel that little vibration but not going like it's pulsing through your whole body. That's that trigger right there. That's that, that breath that triggers the causal plane and is actually opening up and rebuilding so to speak, than a mortal body, than a mortal self. Um, this is the activation that aligns the body into the mortal self that can teleport both spiritually and physically and manifest instantly and transform the realm of the third dimension into the fifth dimension. The eyes will tilt to a three-degree shift where the head needs to be tilted to see alignment. This three-degree shift will gradually align as the entire earth's body aligns into the three-degree shift of normalcy. We are returning to our customary immortal bodies, the source, el Kalum, the all, Allah, all are, all, created us in the image and likeness, in other words, to immortal bodies of hidden light, the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth and fire, contributing to the divine soul and the hidden light. The physical body has always been attached to the spiritual body, so from now hence and forevermore, our frequencies will be able to transmute the third dimension into the fifth dimension, consciousness, and beyond. Get yeah, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Um, the eyes will tip to a three-degree shift. It's in the meditation where a been through spot or the soft spot will be connected by going into the chin lock. And we get that photonic energy coming down into a polyclone, and it will fuse into the pituitary and they had that sacred marriage and allowed the hormones to rule, mm-hmm. meaning harmony, to um, exist within the physical body because it's now back connected with that, that silver cord, that photonic etheric, etheric cord. It's now connected going back down into the spinal region and getting that mm-hmm. activation back up, coming back down, coming up to the gland. Let's get into it. Some more, though. Uh, El Merkaba. El Merkaba. El Merkaba. The spirit and soul surrounded by counter-rotating fields of hidden light.
2: Um,
1: Coming from out of the womb, in of the mind, once again, by Dr. Asiru Alim Loo Tupac L. Bay. Good doctor. On um, page 275, it says right here, beginning of breathing. Um When your counter-rotating fields are active and functioning, so I went over some of this last week, but I'm going over it again. Um, when your counter-rotating fields are active and functioning, you have set up your own internal electromagnetic force fields, such that if the planet Earth goes through three days of an electromagnetic no-zone or zero point due to the shifting of the poles, this collapse of the planetary magnetic field would not cause a complete erasing of your memory, whereas this would occur without these counter-rotating fields. Thus, you become immortal in the sense of no more discontinuity in your memory and consciousness as you translate to other dimensions and/or to other bodies. All right. oh. So that um that goes into the memory block. I'm gonna add on a little bit of something. So the merkabah is the vehicle of light mentioned in the Bible in the Book of Ezekiel, in the Book of Ezekiel, when he describes the wheels within wheels which descends from the sky. Mir refers to a special kind of light, a liquid light, and a flowing, changing, unknown, mysterious light. In ancient Kemet, Mir was defined as love as well as water. Car may be described as the electrical, light-body circuitry that exists identically and simultaneously in the third to sixth dimensions and that ultimately functions in all those dimensions to anchor and contain the immortal presence. In other words, it is the interface between spirit, dimension, and form that gives us the opportunity as humans to become fully immortal in the body and to move from the third to the fourth dimension and beyond as we redevelop and raise our vibrational frequency. The Ka body might also be described as a vehicle in which the higher self descends into matter and in which the higher self and the body together ascend into the upper dimension. Through this through these processes, the higher dimensional translation of consciousness appears. Ka is referred to as the divine double. It was created at the moment of conception and is the double of the physical body. It can leave the body behind at will to travel either in dreams or astral projection. The Ka ensures that the celestial image has the properly prepare chemical fabric to accept the physical embodiment of the immortal body when it requires a physical body. The Metanetar, the Madhu Nathir, by I mean, this uh, mm-hmm. is page 57 right here. Um, page 57 speaks on Ka.
2: okay
1: yeah, uh, I had it um, I, I thought I had a line it up there, uh yeah, here into us the seven spirit of tree in relation to which the four building elements of the preceding claim are divided into eight buildings,
2: they paid
1: the into to building. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not page it's page fifty eight actually. Oh, yeah. Um the individual way the spirit is called a con commissioned tradition. Um also found here is the ninth spirit in relation to which is generated vehicle to in an or event as an individual way the spiritual
2: existence. exist.
1: Um, then go over to uh page seventy two. Boom, 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 boom. The next faculty created, this is the six acts of creation. Uh, the, uh, the vehicle is the soul of the individual thing or event. In the comedic tradition, this is called the Ka, and in the Hindu tradition, the design of Atama. Because this faculty is directly in charge of the organization physical energy matter into the creature, it is referred to as the Mother Goddess, creator of all living and of the earth. the word translated as God, or Elohim. This word is composed of El, the Canaanite name for God and him. is indicating plurality. This is why the God speaking in Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26, says that does make man not image, and not likeness. The author of this text has simply personified the two creative faculties of God, and the male and female, uh, speaking on the card box. move it from there. I'm going to come back to that in a second. Um, ba is the reality of soul that which experiences and expresses itself. Over, reiterate something though real quick. So right here just remember that um, the next faculty created after the uh, TIP Act of Creation it uses all the procedures shape, and shaping to make a vehicle that would serve to coordinate physical energy matter into the physical thing or event. This vehicle tradition, and it's called the Ka, and the Hindu tradition is given Atma, because Because this is directly in charge of the organization, physical energy matter, into the creature. So the Ka brings the energy, is pretty much associated with organizing the energy into the physical body. It brings it down. Bring it on down, Lord. Alright, so um The reality or soul that which experiences and expresses. In general, it is referred to as the soul. In the Metanetta, it is translated as my spirit dove, you know, it has the wings. Um, It is a vehicle of spirit and sanctification in the context of biblical literature. It is the sign of the Holy Spirit,
2: Shekinah,
1: Mother Spirit, for peace and promise. After the Bible, chapter uh, Matthew, or Ma'atahalou, chapter 3, verse lake to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you come to me. Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill our righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, immersed, dipped in water, died, or to be colored, that's when baptized meant. He went up out of the water. At that moment heaven was open, and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove. on that as soon as Jesus was baptized he was uh, dipped in the water
2: right Mm -hmm.
1: and then as he was dipped in water uh, well my bad I distracted somebody Mm -hmm. okay I get back to that message in a second Um, or to be colored die or to be colored so that's an alchemical expression Um, so it's change talking about transformation in the water, immersed in water. It's a physical body. But as soon as he, um, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, came up out of the body. And at that moment, heaven was open. You know, the Ben spot was open, and the Spirit of God sends it. Jordan means to descend. Galilee means underlaying. So Jesus came from Galilee, meaning the Lord said so underlaying, where the kundalini energy or, or calling energy is underlaying, and it goes up. Spinal fluid goes up to the Jordan River and is baptized by John. The Baptist John means grace or to be because right there, I need to be baptized by you, and you do and, and do you come to me? Uh, Jesus replied, Let it be so now, it is proper for us to do this to fulfill our righteousness. So uh, Jesus or Yeshua or whatnot, Jesus the Christ was uh, was graced by by John who was dressed in sheep's clothes and all that other stuff. And he's like, like, what you mean, a baptized but he was humble. Jesus was humbled, uh or what and was baptized by um someone that felt that he needed to be baptized by or someone that he felt was John felt that Jesus was greater than him. But uh all in all, Jesus uh representing that energy going up, the going, then it uh it comes out out the water, the physical body, the dove. You know, coming down out of the sky, you know, that dove is representative of peace, also of wisdom, enlightenment. So um, the spirit of God descended like a dove and settled on him. It came on him. It it became him. Or it is, you know, pretty much that's the father coming down to the son. if you've seen the son, you've seen the father whatever, you know, Superman, Papa Dukes is like, I've imparted on you all that I know. And you know everything that I am and will be, or whatever, something like that. But so, uh, divine being that exists within the water, bring harmony to earth and fire, contributing to divine soul and the hidden light. So Jesus, being the divine being, of land, would not sell for sale. Um, that exists within the water came about that water, and it brought brought harmony when that dove came down as peace. You know, what I'm saying to the to the whole thing, to the earth and fire. Contributing to the divine soul and the hidden light. Hidden like basically that's Amar, that's those photons coming in, giving energy and, and life and light back to um the soul, the divine soul. Um coming back out of Medaneta again, page and six, hopefully this time, yeah.
2: Yeah, right here.
1: Ah, blah blah As energy matter on this plane is undifferentiated, that is, there is only one building element. It can give rise to only one entity. The entity is the one vehicle within which dwells all things in the world. It is the world soul, the Ba of the Kamashians, the Yakhadar of the Canaanites, the Hanunhama of the Akian, The first aspect of the Uto-Azteco of the Bantu, and the Anadana, and the, oh Anadamaya culture of Hinduism. The deity that resides in this division of the spirit is the first manifestation of the supreme being. And that's the Ba. We talk about that. the universal spirit Ba in the level above the royal itself to give rise to two universal spirits within itself. One is the organ system through which it wills manifestations to be. This part of the spirit is called the Ku by the Commissions and Chia by the Canaanites. Here yeah. dwells Chakma the second spirit of like wisdom or uh, tuji But uh, as you as we read in the first part, um this entity is the one vehicle within which dwells all things. The world is the world's soul, the body com- of the commissions or the traumatic um, mystery systems, call mm-hmm. uh, this part of the um the divisions of the nominal claim. Check out the the book Media, volume mm-hmm. one. It's the Oracle of Tahiti. You know, read it through a couple of times. I, I had about six years. and Yeah, it's, yeah, it's good read. Meditation is, like, so powerful, superhuman powerful, I'm trying to tell you. Um, the entity is the one vehicle within which dwells all things. Well, it is the world soul, the body. All right, so The world soul, or the universal soul, is the Ba, contains all things in the physical existence. It's the container of all things. Merkabah basically means the spirit and soul surrounded by counter-rotating fields of hidden light. It is part of us and can be used, but it is not us. It is accurately a vehicle of hidden light or our own interdimensional shift. The macabre field is used for dimensional transition of vehicle to transport spirit and soul from one world into another. It is the vehicle of ascension activated by the intelligent breathing of the spirit and soul, the kai and ba. It is designed to transition us to the immortal body, to assist in our attainment of higher levels
2: of consciousness
1: and awareness, and to travel between dimensions and realities or more accurately, to shift our consciousness to include other realities of existence as being part of our everyday reality. In other words, building ultimate reality true for all. Urtza, ma'at, the two great truths, ultimate, ultimate, urtza, urtzi, ma'at, the two great truths. Merkabah's create and control time translation and it is the hookup or connection between the dimensions of hidden light. Through this hookup, the various light-code spectrums which connect the galaxies are joined, allowing the vehicles to travel between the various dimensions of the hidden light. Everything in the world of creation has geometry, but does not necessarily take the shape of geometry in a fixed state like the Merkabah. Technically speaking, a Merkabah is the Merkabah only when it is activated. It is a vehicle of the hidden light, but it is one of the many vehicles of the hidden light that we have as beings. The mortal body of hidden light is shaped like a body for our purpose of relating to each other. Yeah, it can take any shape that we desire to take. We went over last week the um opening and closing of the of meditations with the with the Merkabah form of the Merkabah through intent mantra and mudra in the city mm-hmm. meditation, where you start with your hands in a pyramid shape above the head well. You have them sitting on your waist or whatever in your relaxed position. If you're sitting in a chair or you're in half lotus or easy pose or you're just Indian style or you're in lotus, whatever, however you sit. Your hands relaxed. relaxing. You circle them up over the head, form Buddha prayer hands, bring them down to your sternum where your thumbs will interconnect into the sternum and meet at that room. I call it the lock. What I call it the door. The, that's the key is them the two thumbs right there, and once you put them thumbs right there at that sternum, you open up that doorway right to your heart. So you you circle your hands up, forming the hands, bring them down into your sternum, bring your hands right there to you where your chest in in between, you know, the middle part of your chest, and you'll feel where your thumbs should be at. And then from there, just make your hands into a pyramid shape like that picture. And bring them over your head and then the um the mantra is uh um and it's gonna be a high arm, so be like um, then bring it to your heart. Um uh, then invert it, bring make your hands go upside down where the is it. is now in a V shape and it's um so
2: um, uh,
1: That's the opening. So you imagine black at the top, green at the heart, and then red at the root chakra. You can do in, you can do violet if you like, but um, violet or black at, at the um, crown chakra, green at the heart chakra, still in the pyramid that's going up. Then you invert it, and it goes down into that V shape as you go to the root chakra. At the top is um uh, um I Think I did that right. It's from high to low, so um
2: um uh, um. That better. So
1: meditation, whatever exercise, and exercise that you may participate with or whatever you might do. You know, even invested it for 20 times or whatever, then you go back up red, green, black, or violet and you start out low with the hands inverted in the V shape with the um uh, well, it's going up high. So, um so on and so on. So from the opening is um, ah, uh, and um. Y'all might have a better uh, tone quality than this one over here. I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, I have to actually listen to myself with go from low to high first and then I'll be like, okay. It don't ever sound the same every time I do it. Um, then when you are closing is um, ah, uh, um. So opening is They're about six inches, three to six inches away from the body, their period shape, and it's ah, uh, then back over the top of the head at the crown chakra, matching the color black or not, or indigo, I mean you know, a violet, and it's um the whole expression. Um okay. So back to the read. Before we descended into this plane of existence, we were all interconnected with the light or light of the intelligence. Our bodies had to take on a denser structure in order to operate here, to participate in all the phenomena that we created for us to experience. We came to jump into solid matter, or in truth, dark matter, and to experience it all. However, there was one limitation in all of this. We forgot the path of our way, but that is over now, and we are slowly regaining our identity, and our focus is now recapturing this hidden light, Amin Ra. Our cells are converting into photonic etheric light particles. At every moment, we are connecting on wavelengths and higher optics of interdimensional intelligence. The electron spin is spinning on currents of hidden light that are connecting us and transforming our physical matter into photonic etheric light particles. This is untainted, pure alchemical expressions amounting to our immortal body of photonic etheric light. We are riding the waves of this primordial hidden light substance, new amenti, twat which is transporting one closer to their indwelling divine self. All life on earth connects by way of this field of hidden energy. It is connected by thought, the fastest kind of communication in reality. Thought travels at roughly 24 billion billion miles per second. All life is linked to thought waves, and we all have it constructed within us. Cell phones and email will soon become obsolete. We will be able to once again contact anyone in any location in time, space, on and off this universal structure. The immortal body of hidden light encased in the hidden light essence, living on a physical planet, and being able to move in and out of densities at will, can move up to Ara Babi Amara, the divine being that exists within the water, bringing harmony to earth and fire, contributing to the divine soul and the hidden light. So we're going to go over um, three seals once again. We went over a few weeks ago, the three seals or the master seals. is very important in our uh, Nikon or our Qigong-type meditations, as well as in the um, Qigong standing meditations or movement meditations. Not readily used too much in Tai Chi. The, the root lock is in the, in the uh, stomach lock, but the... Uh, Chin lock is not used that that much in uh you like because you gotta turn your head and look this way, left, right and all that. But okay, um the three seals, the master seals, these are three there are three very important concepts to understand in order to reap full benefits of internal alchemy or kneecon internal cultivation training. They are the three seals also called the bonders or energy locks. These three seals trigger the biochemical and bioelectric atomic reaction that cultivates optimal physical health as well as produce a higher-quality energy matrix and a greater circulation of blood and chi throughout the physical, throughout the psychophysical and spiritual body. Three masticates are located at the base of the spine in the area of the perineum, in the lower middle abdomen, and in the neck under the chin. By tensing, restraining, and relaxing the body and coordinated Sequences at these sites, we gently stimulate, release, and unlock the flow of mental and bowel energies within the body. The function of the bondal system is the smooth flow and conductivity of this undulating energy through these energy gates. By utilizing the breath in coordination with these three energy locks, it is best to practice these locks when the stomach is empty, did not hungry, the bladder relaxed, and the bowel clear. The first lock is the bandha, or root lock located in the perineum area. This region is slightly contracted and lifted upward. This movement strengthens and stimulates the entire genitory region. The genitory region is over-relating to the genital and urinary organs and functions. The pelvic stimulation created activates the parasympathetic nerve fibers arising out of the sacral area of the lower spine. This reduces blood pressure, respiration, and heart rate, contributing to an overall sense of well-being. The sympathetic nervous system is also stimulated yet at a more subtle rate. The entirety of the autonomic nervous system is balanced, unleashing positive effects on the hypothalamus and endocrine systems. Mm -hmm. The lock is released in coordination with the breath and the other two binders is in sequence. It influences the conductivity of the life force energy upward along the spinal axis. The second lock is located at the pit of the stomach in the solar plexus. It is referred to as the Mm -hmm. eudinonia binder. Flying upward energy lock is what that means. This is achieved by pulling the abdominal muscles back towards the spine on exhalation. There's a gentle lifting sensation of the internal organs up into the back of the spine. There's also a gentle lifting of the muscles connected to the first lock in the muscle the, mother the area or root chakra. The solar plexus of brain in the stomach is stimulated the solar plexus of brain in the stomach is stimulated, and a discharge of energy is generated. It creates, of gland, tract, it, it creates a subtle charge of the adrenal glands, gastrointestinal tract, and it creates a subtle charge of the adrenal glands, gastrointestinal tract, and the massage of the kidneys. These actions tones and balances the entire autonomic nervous system. The last lock is located at the neck, and is called the Jaladahara bandha, the lock that controls the network of nadis or the chin lock. Jaladahara basically means the lock that controls the network of nadis. It is very important that this lock is mastered. If not mastered, the energy moving from the lower centers to the higher centers will produce too much energy within the cerebral area, possibly causing light dizziness, disorientation, and even more complex issues. The application is to bring the chin down and back. This will close and compress the neck area. The pressure created at the front part of the neck stimulates the thyroid, parathyroid, and thymus gland. The, cordial, um, the corroded sinus are also compressed. This stimulates the parasympathetic actions while decreasing the activity of the sympathetic nervous system. By extending the neck, it creates a pooling effect on the bottom of the brain and at the top of the spine, which in turn stimulates the medulla amygdala and its associated functions in conjunction with the parasympathetic nervous system, including the heart, respiration, blood pressure, and so on. When all three locks are applied correctly and in the sequence, the body naturally responds. The root lock closes the lower end, the chin lock closes the upper end, and the stomach lock in the middle puts pressure on the energy within the tube and heats it up. The practice of these locks will in essence readily awaken to come to the serpent and lead it into the lower spine. And you will be baptized by John the Baptist. Amen. Rock. All right, so now right here, let's slow down our breathing. Take a few slow breaths. Move all of our awareness into the heart center and breathe in and out slowly and deeply. And Feel that any sense of tension leaves the body instantly by relaxing our shoulders deep into our ribs. Just relax the shoulders and sink all that pressure, all that weight. You got the world, you got the world on your shoulders. Get the thing off your shoulders. You are the world. Don't walk around with that weight. It's light. It's a feather. You know. Remember. So now take some deep breaths. Breathe into your nose. Be aware of the locks. The perineum lock comes up. The perineum comes up slightly. Don't put force on it. The chin lock. Your head is tilted forward. at three degree shift. It forward and then the neck it goes back some just slightly. All right, bring your chin down and back. So you bring your chin down and back. You you can look it up to get it correct, but when you breathe in, breathe in, make your stomach be like a little, like a little uh, beach ball, you know, and then breathe out. And bring the stomach as close as you can to the spine and up without putting pressure, very subtly, but with knowledge and with your mind, active with spirit. Feel all senses of any type of tension in the body, instantly. Keep your shoulders relaxed. Breathe and feel your heart beating. Feel the pulses going through throughout your whole body, the vibration. Feel the inner peace and bliss, you know, deep within each conscious breath. Allow all your awareness to sink deeper and deeper into every cell, deeper into your heart. And feel warm, golden, hidden immortal light pour through your whole entirety, your structure, the house of life. Starting above the crown, let it pour down from the bend from the bend to tooth spot and slowly pour it down throughout your whole body as you feel it, feel all the parts of your inner reality react, relax. Stay relaxed with the breath, stay relaxed with the shoulders. Feel the breath go throughout the whole entirety of your inner self. Stay with this you stay with it. It's infinite. It's immortal. It's you. Feel your heart beating. Feel the warmth spread throughout every cell in your body. All right, take a few more deep breaths. Relax, feel, and breathe. That's what it takes, you know what I'm saying, relaxation. And feeling and paying attention consciously to that breath. We are always deeply connected to our soul essence. What happens more than often is that we have constant thoughts that our external focus is the life, the focus of our opinions, which distracts us from this inner awareness of life, our mortal self. This peaceful place within us has always been present. The ancients call it Hatep, inner peace is our heart connection to our soul essence. So this is a good tip and trick right here. Um, so when we about to sit down and, and grow up on something, that means offerings given to cause divine to make the channels of the body healthy. Remember, the divine being in immortal body you know divine being that dwells within the water that um, brings harmony to earth and fire contributing to the divine soul in the hidden light so you when we say he to seed in the tear, you' do basically we're talking to the cells, so offerings to cause the to divine to make the channels of the body health or green and that's he to c he h t p D D I C S I, Metea N E T E R, iry metu M E T T U, So that's offerings given to cause the divine to make the channels of the body healthy. All right. So uh, that's that peaceful place that the hotel, the inner peace that inner happiness that's within us that's always been there you try to find something external to make you happy we're not we're not going to find that I'm telling you the more I look outside these doors to find something to make me happy the more unhappy I become when I found out what that meant and how to get it to top itself, you know what I'm saying and how to reach that point yeah it was a lot easier to see that the only way you will ever find peace Is within. Only where you can find happiness is within. No dollar bill, no uh, best friend, daughter, son, girlfriend, husband, uh, wife, sister, car, house. None of that is going to make us happy. Happiness resides within because it's infinite and it has no connection to physical, like the infinite means permanent. You know, so uh, artificial reality is not real. You know, we and as I've said before, you know, the majority of people focus on, uh, on the artificial world and the natural world of faith. So the more people focus on the natural world then the artificial world of faith. And it really don't take a lot of people to focus on the natural world because it's a picture that people, it's just like seeing something that ain't normal in our, in our arena of life. You know, somebody sees somebody as a grunge or whatever, got black hair and two gauge earrings and a, a bone in the nose that stands out. That, that's an impression that's left in their, um, you know, in their soul and their DNA. And they're like, wow, that was weird. So they got a, you know, go on and fill that in. Like, okay, just something different. But I'm going to continue on. This is coming out of the MetaNet Tour. Again, MetaNet by Robin that's page 189, 180, 189, 90, 193. Um, Very briefly, and not all of it. So, me and on my eye. Um, means basically keeping the heart stable to live in truth. We went over it before, so, of some of it. Um, in, commission, in the committee uh, tradition and satipatthana, right or stable mindfulness in esoteric Buddhism. Contrary to popular opinion, the way to successfully deal with emotions is to not it's not by controlling them, but by ignoring them. This is the essence not only for establishing the meaning of the will, but as we will later see for the experiencing of ourselves as the indwelling in each other. what would happen if you did not obey an emotional sensual craving? Nothing This thought seems not to have appeared to most people who believe that most that uh, who believe that they must follow their feelings and that the feelings are the validators of their will their actions, in other words, that unless they have a feeling for doing something, they cannot do it or that the action is not genuine, and so forth. Most people succumb to this delusion, even though they have already overcome a habit like smoking, ac- smoking, alcoholism, meat eating, etc. That should have taught them once and for all the truth. You made up your mind to give up a habit, the craving did not stop. You succeeded by ignoring the craving and following the knowledge of the facts, even though the latter lacked power to generate feelings of pleasure. In fact, the pleasure was the habit you were seeking to transcend. Essentially, essentially, the mind add meditation process is the practice of ignoring the thoughts, sensations, emotions, that motivates you to think, give attention to feelings, and act in opposition to what the truth of the situation demands. The mind add meditation will consist of ignoring such thoughts and making every effort to act in contrary in a contrary manner. And as you will most likely be visited by thoughts of guilt and recrimination, will help bring the negative thoughts to. You must also ignore these sets of thoughts and emotions as well. Um, This meditation technique is practiced not sitting in a quiet place, but in the thick of everyday life experiences. It aims at giving us expertise in the management of our thoughts, emotions, and states
0: of consciousness.
1: The governing principle men have is that there is never a reason for an emotional reaction. The tie between an emotion and what prompts it is not a rational one. A man's spirit is originally and essentially free of emotional condition, reflex. All emotions are superimpositions on her true nature. Must you become angry in order to defend yourself? Have not thousands of years of oriental martial arts practice proven that the calmer the warrior, the better his performance? or animal faces, screaming, tensing of the body, and shouting obscenities necessary for expressing one's dissatisfaction. Um, they may, some people may argue that the man-ass technique involves suppression of the emotions and sensual needs, and may therefore be harmful. It is best to let it out, some will argue, ignoring the catastrophic results in many cases, like murders, broken marriages, high blood pressure, etc., if we keep our minds on the fact that the success experienced by people in overcoming their habits, smoking, alcoholism, etc., was due to the fact that the cravings and emotional drives to indulge eventually disappeared as a result of their being consistently ignored with no suppression at work? In fact, the avoidance of the possibility of suppression is the aim of the second practice. Realize that my spirit is originally and essentially unconditioned. Therefore, these emotions are not who I am. Um, Emotional conditions and the aim of spiritual development is the removal of the emotional superimpositions on the spirit. In other words, armed with the knowledge that our true nature is lacking in its tristic emotional programs, we make the effort to ignore the conditioned reflexes pressuring us to accept the thought that we cannot stand the sensations accompanying our emotions. Unknowing these thoughts is not merely our inattention to them. We must not seek ways to rid ourselves of the feeling or endorse thoughts to the effect of wishing that the feeling will soon go away. Endorse, nor endorse the thoughts that we are adventurous, immature, unspiritual for having such emotions. We must remember that all emotions and, sens- and sensual cravings are expressions of the lower part of our being and not ourselves, the indwelling intelligence. Identification with ourselves involves non involves non identification with our emotions. Alright. basically what that's saying is uh when we put too much energy emotion on a physical we on a physical reaction, we we lose touch of our inner peace or our happiness. And when we lose touch of inner peace happiness then what we are seeking in our success, or whatever how we are, whatever we are seeking, will um, be drained because we don't have enough energy to focus on that, on our true potential, which is the indwelling intelligence. Opening that pathway without having to go through a lot of um, recounting, and recalculating, and remeasuring due to frailties of the physical reality, giving us these false experiences of in real fear. fear. To be to have these reactions in our emotional uh, in our emotional views. Uh, for instance, an emotional encounter that happened a couple of days ago. Uh, I might have mentioned it, but I was at my sister's house and things was popping off with my son, Dula. And um, this the dude was there, and he had stated while walking, I really had been talking, but he wasn't, wasn't jumping like that. I didn't see it anyway, but I knew it. I felt it, but. I'm walking down the steps. He might be like three feet away from me, four feet away. He wasn't in my bubble, but I'm walking down the steps. And he said, uh, I'll whip you in your son's ass. I don't care what you know. So I, you know, I stopped in my tracks. I turned around and I looked at him, but, you know, automatically I had to take a deep deep conscious breath to the do down to arm, relax to my tai chi pose, said, uh, I don't know anything for me. You know, I know myself and I know you as a brother, first and foremost. And we were all young and did, you know, some dumb things. So, therefore, you know, we we shouldn't just be reacting. I told him, I said, we shouldn't react in a way that this is... And I, you know, I was trying to be as humble as possible. My voice was calm and everything. I No sudden movements and nothing like that. But I was in my ready ready stance and all that, too. But it, all in all, I just let them know that we were young before, young men. Things like what was going on at that moment, we should always think through and, and not put blame on the individual that's in the situation. Because first, it had to start from someone. So whatever was going on with on his side, you know, I took. I said, "Look, I, at fault. I'm at partial fault too for whatever um, my, you know, son had to had, uh, had done that day." And uh, you know, and I I just let him know it wasn't it wasn't my son doing it. It was what I had introduced to him at an early age on how to be and you know and do certain things. So we have to we can't really go into that emotional state of reaction because it might not be what we necessarily, we ain't thinking rationally. We're thinking with emotions or the energy that's in motion at that given moment. And the reaction might not be my reaction. It might be the reaction that I'm giving off from the fear that has been implemented into me from the external reality. Because as soon as he said that, I felt his fear. He was fearful of what had happened in the situation and he didn't want to take fault of the or any type of blame for what was going on with his on his side with his daughter, because it was a situation with my my son and another female, and um they didn't know where they were at and all this other stuff, you know. But anyway, you know, all those things, you know, it could have been worse. But I went into my man, Abun Uncle, my heart. You know, I stabilized my heart. I felt it coming to my heart that fear. I'm like, oh boy, good. All experiences pretty real. This dude want to be acting and, and, and play out, you know, these images in his mind. And I'm just looking at it like, okay, but he, he right hand. I know, you know, even left-handed people swing right. But anyway, I'm like, oh, boy, swing You right. Okay. You know, while I'm talking, you know, very calmly, I'm like, he's going to do this. He's going to do that. But, you know, what happened? He went in the house. Next day, I went back over. I said, uh, I apologize for last night and for my son's actions. And um, he said, I, I, I apologize, too. You know, I wasn't thinking straight. And, and But then I think about three, four days, this is how this thing's pan out, right? This is how this play out, energy and motion. But then about three, four days, he called my son, asking him to take one of his friends um, up the highway and give him $30 because he didn't have tags on his car, too technically ain't trusted. So he ended up giving my son thirty dollars a few days later to take his friend one of his people's back to the spot. So you know what I'm saying when we when we unleash that in a, a lower sense where the uh this lower energy and lower vibration then the playback on it or what the you know, the the recap on it, what we get back, you know, is what we we put in. So it's always best to try to, uh, especially when you notice that the reaction is going to be on some negative stuff or lower self stuff, just get away from it and use that use for something better to, you know, propagate goodness in life instead of uh, distinguish, I mean, or uh, diminish life or generate, all right? The awareness and richness of our souls is experienced through the inner silence, inner peace, the joy, and the inner hidden light. Internal melanin, when it is in harmony with the external hidden light, external melanin. Recall that what we focus on is always what we create, mainly due to our focus being the use of freedom. That is how we are in charge of our own personal creation, or how our personal power of creation can be manipulated by outside forces. Like a candle flame within your heart that is always burning brightly, as one focuses on this light daily with strong intent, the light continues to expand. And recollect, why? Because the use of our focus is the use of freedom. And this and it is the instrument we have always used to create our reality. Our reality is determined by us, by and through our focused intent. This is very simplistic, practical, and natural. It is so simple and natural that many of us have forgotten that we are constantly creating. The hidden light in our heart is our focused consciousness within the realm of the divine soul, Ba, and creative instincts who, as you stay focused on this hidden light, it grows and expands. This is all things expand that one focuses on. This photonic, etheric hidden light that fills the entirety of the body and surrounds us has always been there. We have just forgotten to focus on it. And this is your immortal body of hidden light, the glorious you, that is the template, so to speak, of our physical form, what we perceive as our physical body that is why when a person transitions they still exist in the same form as the hidden light the mortal body created and projected it's like just like from a movie projector the physical form the more one connects to this natural form of the hidden light the more one engages their focus and free will on the everlasting extension of oneself and survives within the pure state of actuality this is simple this is natural and this is the present now and forevermore. Always expanding, always increasing, filled with unrestricted love. The world of the eternal is always pure love. And it has always been the natural state of being, the original state of being. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go into this real quick. we been meaning to get to it for the last few uh, weeks. I'm gonna say it real quick, but we're gonna get it in. I'm just gonna read through it. This is the fusion of the five elements meditations for transforming uh, fusion of the five elements meditations for transforming negative emotions by Montauk Chia. It's page 23, 35. three, thirty five. I'm just gonna read through it. You can go back and um get the um uh, get, get the read in the notes and just um practice it. All right, practice a uh, formula one. I'm not gonna do the whole book. This the first practice Formula One. Sit up properly, feel the feet touching the ground, the hands holding together, and the tongue touching the palate. Hands can be in the uh, wisdom mudra or left hand cupping right, thumbs touching for men, right hand cupping left, that means right hand on bottom, thumbs touching, um that's for the women. Alright, practice the inner smile. Practice the inner smile meditation to relax the mind and the body. Feel the smiling energy like sunshine, collecting the eyes and the third eye. Let all the facial muscles relax. Feel the outer corners of your eyelids and mouth uplift. Smile down, and feel the smiling energy slowly flow down to the neck, thymus gland, and heart. Feel the heart open. Create a state of love, joy, and happiness in the heart. Um, Then smile, number two, smile down to the organs and become aware of the virtues of each organ as you smile to it. Smile to the heart and generate a sense of honor and respect as you increase the feelings of love, joy, and happiness. Smile to the lungs and generate the feelings of courage and righteousness in the lungs. Smile to the liver, generate kindness in it. Smile to the pancreas and spleen and generate fairness and openness to to those organs. Smile to the kidneys and generate gentleness in the kidneys. Feel the positive effect on each organ as you smile to it. Be aware of the positive emotions you are generating. Smile down to the sexual organs. Smile down to the digestive system. Generate a creative energy. Feel the energy flow all the way down with the saliva as you swallow to your stomach, small intestines, and large intestines. Return to eyes. Smile to your pituitary. Return to the eyes. Smile into your pituitary and pineal glands. Smile into the left and right hemispheres to balance the brain, and then smile all the way down the spinal cord. Return to the eyes again and smile down the front, middle, and back line. Well-trained students can practice the inner smile at a very fast pace. At a faster pace, you can utilize the colors too. But then, that was, while you're smiling to the heart, red you smile to the lungs, white smile to the liver region, green smile to the pancreas, screen the yellow, and smile into the kidneys that will be black. All right. Uh, form the front paku or the bagua, the front bagua paku, the eight sides. Uh, turn your awareness and senses inward towards the navel. Concentrate on the navel area and bring all the energies you have generated there. Feel the uh, and bring all the energies you have generated there. Feel the warmth as you smile to the navel. Blend and condense these energies into a ball of energy inside the navel area. Look inward. Turn all the senses inward in preparation for constructing the bagua. Beginning at a point one and a half inches inside and a little above the navel, draw with the mind the first line of the bagua. Those who have visualization or kinesthetic problems can trace the lines of the bagua with a finger. Continue constructing all eight lines of it the outer layer of the Bakwa. The is an eight-sided figure. It's like the stop sign. I'll go back to the stop sign and remember what the stop sign meant. It was, uh, okay, let me think. It was a pretty long one, wasn't it? S-T-O-P. It was the sign that protects one who is aware of the graph. The sign that protects one who is aware of uh, the intelligence or the sign that opens the eye of the two that protects. So this that's the stop sign. This is the bagua The sign that protects one who's aware of the of the intelligence. And that's what and it's also the illuminating undifferentiated uh fertile cosmic spirit. Um now one of the top, what was we Okay. Um, Look inward. Turn all senses inward in preparation for const- constructing the bagua. Uh, okay. So if you, if you got visualization problems, you can construct it. You can put a line. You can use your finger. So from there, continue constructing all eight lines of the outer layer of the bagua. So you start out with one line at the top that will be um, beginning at one at a point one and a half inches inside and a little above the navel. All right, begin the second layer, constructing it one line at a time. Begin the third layer, drawing eight lines again. So you got three layers of eight. All right.
2: Now, one at a time,
1: draw the eight spokes from the outer layer to the inner layer. Picture the Tai Chi symbol in the middle, and as you draw each spoke, continue it into the Tai Chi. Lastly, let the Tai Chi symbol spiral in either direction, but preferably clockwise. As it gradually blends and transforms the image. And the bagua can glow with white light. Some people will sense a stronger ability to concentrate at this time. Rest and experience this glowing light and warmth. So form the eight-sided, uh, the octagon, three times right there at the um, at the lower abdomen. This is the first or the f- this is the front bagua, and form a back bagua beginning at a point about one and a half inches in and little above the door of life um do a light right there at the third fifth um, lumbar vertebrae. Um, so begin that mentally trace the first layer, then do the second layer, then do the third layer. And draw the eight spokes do the three layers towards Tachis symbol and visualize it visualize that symbol at the center of the Baguile spiraling and then sense the center growing with white light, rest and experience that um that glowing light as well. Notice that the back bagua is identical to the front bagua. In future references to form the back bagua, mention a simpler procedure of copying the front bagua to the back. So you're just gonna copy it to the back on how to form it no more like that after you did it to a certain degree. Now spiral the front and back bagua energies to the cauldron. So the body concentration between the front and back baguas spiral the two Especially the Tai centers, initially you can spiral without worrying about moving in a particular direction. Eventually you can use your mind to train the spirals of each of the baguas to spin in the direction you choose. With your inner eye direct the energy along the road or pathway of the spiral. Become aware of the funnel like shape of the backs of the bagwas. As you spiral, feel the force being drawn in from the baguas to the funnel like backs towards the counter. Then concentrate more on the cauldron into the end of the spiral to help draw the energy into the cauldron. When you feel the energy of the cauldron, condense it and stop spiraling. To condense energy, can glow with white light. Some people will simply feel a greater awareness of the navel area. Form the right side baguette. Concentrate on the point of the right side of the body, below the armpit, and level with the navel. And approximately one and a half inches in, trace the first outer layer of this baguette. So that's um, on the right side of the body below the armpit and level with the navel. So you go below your armpit and it's going to be right there with your navel and approximately one and a half inches in. So you go one and a half inch closer to the navel from the armpit, but it's not going to be that navel, but it's that same level. And then you begin the right side bagua. Right there, draw the eight lines of the second layer and draw the eight lines of the third layer. Draw the eight spokes into the Chi symbol at the middle of the bagua. Describe the symbol and a match where it'll see the glowing white light there. Then form the left side bagua. Concentrate on the point on the left side of the body below the armpit uh, and level with the navel and approximately one and a half inches in. Trace the first layer of this bagua. Follow directions of steps two through four for the right side. So do the same thing that you did for the right side on the left side. Notice that the right and left baguas are identical to the front and back baguas. Future references in forming the right and left baguas mention a simpler procedure of copying the front um, and back baguas to the right and left sides. All right, so spiral the left and right baguas energy into the cauldron. Spiral the centers from the right and left side baguas to draw the growing energy into the cauldron at the center of the body. You can direct the spirals clockwise, counterclockwise, or simply let the spirals move in any direction. Increase the spirals at the cauldron to draw to the energy of the left and right baguas. At the cauldron, join this energy with the energy from the front and back baguas. Although the cauldron may not necessarily be exactly at the center of the four points, it is considered the center of your body or your center of being. You may see the cauldron glowing brighter as more energy condenses and fuses together, or you may feel more centered and have stronger kinds of se- concentration. Divide your concentration among the cauldron, the front, and back, and the left or right baguas. Continue to spiral more energy to the cauldron. Form a pearl. In a mild, relaxed manner, mentally concentrate and turn all of the senses downward to the cauldron while continuing to spiral. You should feel no tension, but rather keep a simple awareness of the energy that is condensing there. Form the pearl that is the highly condensed essence of your life force energy. Is it is the essence of your organs, glands, senses, and mind and will absorb the impure energy of the organs and glands, purify it, and return it to them as a higher form of energy. The pearl can control the organs and glands, and it helps establish the call to mm-hmm. Anchor and program the pearl through verbal affirmations. When you begin to feel the energy condensing at your center, relax a bit more and turn all your sense of tension and awareness into the pearl. As you relax sufficiently, you will feel your energy stabilizing and the pearl becoming stronger and clearer in your awareness. At the peak of the sensation, of these sensations of centeredness and stability, anchor in and program this experience with the pearl. Use a verbal affirmation such as, I feel deeply centered, clear, and calm. External forces do not move me. I am under my own control. I feel grounded and centered. My energy is stable and clear. I am emotionally balanced. Move the pearl into the microcosmic orbit. As the pearl moves into the microcosmic orbit, you will feel three sources of energy. The universal force of the North Star Polaris and the Big Dipper constellation supplies energy through the crown. Cosmic particles fall to Earth, and this energy, cosmic particle force, combines with the smiling energy supplied at the mid eyebrow that will be photonic at the energy coming through from the um, bendu spot. The third source of energy is the Earth force, in it's supplied at the perineum to the soles of the feet. Be aware of the combined energy from these three sources as you circulate the microcosmic orbit, sometimes more simply referred to as the microcosmic. Running up the governor channel along the spine of the body, over the crown of the head, and down the functional channel along the front center of the body. No, drawing the energy into and running it through the pathway of the microcosmic orbit are crucial steps in fusion of the five elements and all the universal dial practices. It's also very helpful to you to your fusion practice to know the healing, love and conscious exercises. They will help you generate more energy and ease and strengthen the flow of energy. Now move the pearl down to the perineum, the gate of life. Well, this is going into the, the uh microcosmic. Move the pearl down to the perineum, the gate of life and death, by focusing on life contracting, pulling it up to perineum. Feels the downward pull on the pearl. Since the pearl is a bright star shining in the dark at the bottom of your body's trunk, the pleasant, cool blue energy of the earth now enters to the perineum. Some will see the blue color, while others will feel the gentle, soft kind of energy. This energy enhances the feeling of grounding. At this point, you may anchor in feelings of security, safety, and grounding by using a verbal affirmation. For example, I am safe, secure, and grounded in my daily life. Pull up on the back part of the anus towards the sacrum and move the pearl from the perineum to the the coccyx. Tooth the sacrum to adjust the alignment of the coccyx with the earth force until you feel more centered and grounded. Feel the coccyx shine with light as the pearl reaches and then passes through it. Again, use a verbal affirmation of feelings being centered and grounded. Move the pearl to the door of life and feel the glow, enhancing the feeling of softness and gentleness. Now move the pearl up to um, thoracic vertebrae eleven and feel it radiate with light. Move the pearl to um C uh, seven, that's cervical vertebrae seven. That cervical vertebrae seven glow, that's the um the last for the bottom vertebrae on the, on the neck. on cervical vertebrae 7 glow and burn off any burdens that you may feel. Now use an affirmation to program your feelings of lightness and well-being. Move the pearl to the base of the skull, J pillow. Let this point glow with bright light. That's right there at the top where that little ball is at the skull of the R complex. Once you watch the medulla on the dollar, move the pearl to the crown. That's at the top of the head. Then fill the crown with light. Feels the warmth of the universal forces of North Star and the Big Dipper as the uh, energy now enters to the crown. If you have that, if you have the capacity to see colors, the color of the North Star is purple, while the Big Dipper has a red light in the center. Feel the loving, strong force. Those aren't necessary. You don't have to feel, do those Big Dipper North Star thing, but it's up to you. When you do what you do you do? Um, feel the loving, strong force. Continue to be aware of the pathway of the microcosmic orbit as you move the pearl down to the third eye point point at mid eyebrow. Feel the gentle smiling energy combined with the cognitive particle force as it's drawn in through in the mid eyebrow. If you can visualize colors, see this force as golden. Feel this firm, strong, determined Feel it's firm, strong, determined force. Feel the mid eyebrow point glow with light and feel a sense of purpose. Use another verbal affirmation to program the pearl with your sense of purpose and vision. Move the pearl down to the throat and burn out any negative energy you may find. Move the pearl to the heart and feel love, joy, happiness. The heart is an excellent point to use a verbal affirmation expressing great love and joy in your life. Move the pearl to the solar plexus point and then down to the navel. Beginners may lose the pearl by losing their concentration. If your pearl is lost or diminished at any time during the fusion practice, start over and form a new pearl. Once again, become aware of the four blockwise and condense the energy into a pearl. At first, forming a new pearl will take time, but as, you practice, but as your practice continues, you will build up larger amounts of residual energy. The more energy you have already available, the easier and faster it is to form a pearl. And remember, um, patterns of information, information is energy and knowledge is power. So the more energy you have readily available, the easier and faster it is to form a pearl. Bring the new pearl and that pearl is information, is intelligence. Bring the new pearl to the perineum and circle it the microcosmic orbit. Be very aware of the pearl as it moves. Turn the, position, turn the portion of the cosmos to the four baguas as the pearl moves through the orbit. Feel the energy flow through the spirals to the cauldron at the center of the four baguas and continually enhance the pearl. Now circulate the pearl in the microcosmic orbit a little faster. Be aware of the pathway the pearl follows. Be aware of the universal force, the purple light and the red light both above your head, the cosmic particle force in front of you, and the earth force under your feet. Feel these energies as they are supplied to you. This is the time to balance the energy that you are feeling that you feel flowing through the microcosmic orbit. If you feel the flowing energy is too warm, draw in more earth energy to
0: the perineum.
1: If you feel that the energy is too cool, draw more universal to to the ground. If you feel you are losing concentration, drawing more of the cosmic particle energy to the red eyebrow. Now, collect the energy, bring the energy to the navel, hold the energy here for a while, and then bring the energy behind the navel to the cauldron. Feel this warmth, and then collect the energy at the cauldron. Finish with the Chi Massage. The end of the exercise with the Chi Massage by rubbing your hands together, very briskly, rubbing together, you know. Especially the palms, and then use the warm hands to rub the face, throat, and so on. So you start with your face, rub, rub down from your from your um, Put your hands on your forehead, to rub down all the way to your chin. Mm-hmm. Then you go from the back of your neck, your check, your, chest, your um, back of the neck, all the way around to your throat, and then go down from your throat to your chest, rub them down both both chests and then go to your stomach. And you can actually put your hands together, your left hand going uh, cross, horizontal, and your right hand going down, and commence to massage that way too. Clockwise nine times, and then counterclockwise nine times. The, med- the sitting or riding's in the pearl, uh, the practical. Med- Use of the pearl in daily life is to help center your awareness so that your environment does not throw you out of balance. The deeper purpose of mastering the first formula is to lay an unshakable foundation for achieving oneness with the universal force. To center awareness in the pearl is to find the center or control point of your soul. The shining pearl as the essence of your soul is always in touch with the source of the universal force within yourself. Sending your awareness in the pearl places you in a position of mastery of your inner spiritual life as well as mastery of the outer earth and cosmic particle forces that contribute to your daily life. As you more frequently practice the future meditation and strengthen your ability to center your awareness in your pearl, you will discover that you can tune into your higher energies during your spare moments each day. You'll find your intuitive mind growing sharper and clearer. More creative ideas will pop up in your work and your capacity to love your family and friends will increase dramatically. Negative patterns in your life that mildly disperse negative patterns in your life that disperse your life energy, such as daydreaming, distraction of television, or negative emotional illuminations can be defeated. The deep feelings of longing, loss, jealousy, or hostility that emerge from the negative patterns can be overcome. As you use your idle moments throughout the day to engage in the fusion practice, your awareness maintains the presence of your pearl. The soul essence is busy giving birth to creative thoughts, realistic goals, and spontaneous feelings appropriate to the immediate moment. At the same time, negative input from your vital organs or your environment dissolves into central culture and is greeted with fresh, strong energy from the universe. Your life will begin to overflow with radiance and a surplus of energy that can become joy, kindness, creativity, and love. It is wise to keep a steady contact with the universal force by regularly calling upon your prayer soul essence. If you remain continuously aware of the pearl in your daily life, your connection to the Tao or the ultimate truth, my art will become more powerful, making your life happy, harmonious, and effortless. All right. So that's, uh, I was forming the Bagua, or forming your pearl in the four Baguas on both sides. That's the first formula within um, the system of fusion of the five elements. We'll go over another one here. There's some Formula 2 balancing the organ energy, but that one is forming, that's the uh, practice of Formula 1 and getting those, uh, those baguas sitting in inner smile, don't get the inner smile to your organs and get those happy so they be healthy, you know. Yeah, I went, I did this for about two years. It was one of my first meditations actually gone. Um, and it changed a lot. Along with the metanata and fusion of five elements, I saw like considerable changes in my life, like, abruptly, you know, bullshit. That's what I wanted, though, so that's what I got put in there again. All right? Um, so that, that's a practical meditation right there that will enhance the mortal body and get that thing, you know, doing what it's supposed to be doing. This is Dark Like Constance by Dr. Boots. i them here on um, page 83 to 85. Um, the principle of immortality is what this uh, section is called of this chapter. The consequences of consciousness and birth, death, and environment are both functional conditions, shift, and modifications of who and what we are within the three-dimensional categorizations of physical space and the fourth of time. It is in these limited dimensions that we experience our physicality, our experience, and perception of incarnation. They wrap us in the flesh of mortality. We are projected or extended into time or conventional space. Relativity, relativity reveals that space and time are intrinsically linked in the dimension of space-time. The dimension of space-time from Einstein's relativity can be rotated into any of the other three expressions. They are all, in a sense, projections of space-time. However, the consciousness that reflects upon this rotation is not itself totally in space-time, but rather is the observer to which all of this is relative, which which projects itself into these realms of space-time. These are the four dimensions of incarnation and the materialization or localization of energy and matter as we know it. Based on our ordinary sense organs. Future technologies of hyperspace may allow us to energetically move up to and into hyperspace, fold space and travel, then return to three dimensional spaces. The shamanic journey to other realms and dimensions has already accomplished this, for that aspect of us already adheres in the dimension beyond the four dimensions, the fifth dimensions, light itself. Light is best understood as both an energetic force, force and also a fifth-dimensional vibration or phenomenon. Light is not a prisoner of space and time, but rather uses space and time to manifest itself. Objects are, con- are contained in space, but objects are also manifestations of space. Many of our subjective experiences and the generation of our subjective experiences, both, to, both psychological and spiritual in nature, are manifestations of our vibratory expression projected from the fifth-dimensional reality. In this fifth dimensional reality, both the objective and the subjective aspect of light unified. Aspect of light are unified. Both the objective and subjective aspect of light are unified. The object and the subject of our thoughts are unified. Finally, the reality of dark matter and dark energy in our day permeate in our day permeates the mind, body, and the integral of the universe. Each. Of which is intimately connected to our deepest consciousness leads to the re- realization that we lead a deeper life, a life not rooted or limited to the three-dimensional physical world as we know it. Peeking through the veil, there is an evolutionary arc far beyond the Darwinian um vision of recent and of our recent ancestors. Consciousness itself is not a matter itself, not matter, is the ground or the field of unfolding and and interconnected things in this vibrating dimension of light. Tunnels and and runnels of light, like the wormholes we currently envision in physics, connect vast stretches of space-time. It is through space-time that all things in the universe are connected by way of information and consciousness. And consciousness, uh, light and consciousness are fundamental and, in a sense, constant and a sense constant as light was made constant in relativity and all, the ph- ph- and all the phenomena are relative to light speed. Light is conscious and living around and through us in a non-local way, in the same sense that the ocean is living in night and not enclosed in the teen t- single lo- uh, lives that live within it. The electromagnetic capacities and, and sympathies of melanin and neuromelanin are intimately Related to this vibrational field, especially the neuromelanin lattice basis work associated with the brain and nervous system. It is in this vibrational vibrational dimension we directly experience the electromagnetic force, be it objective or subjective. We feel the gravitational force and it's warping the space and uh, warping shape of space-time. We do not, however see or feel directly the strong force within the atom or the electro weak force that governs the decay effects of the atom. All right. Immortality appears to be a principle of the larger world we inhabit. It means to have an aspect of our existence beyond the four dimensions enfolded in space-time. The soul is still evolving and beyond mortality but this does not imply that it is internal. The dimensions we have mentioned earlier, beyond these four, that the awakened spirit will learn to navigate. But by then, the form of the soul will no longer resemble one we inhabit today. When that occurs, of course, we will have long ago left behind our human stage. And this is coming out of, uh, again, dark light like, consciousness. Melanin: Serpent Power and the Luminous Matrix of Reality by Dr. Edward Firstenberg. This book, is, uh, this information, intelligence within this book has uh, given me some insight on a few things, as far as the production of uh, and the movement of melanin and
0: its purpose.
1: You know, and, and now also the movement of melanin through breath and meditation. Start. I will be a little bit on that right there on on some of the principles of mortality and how it relates to um, the different dimensions and how melanin is basically uh, you could say like a transmitter and a receiver of the information from the subjective realm to the objective realm. Subjective realm to realm of objects basically coming from the subjective realm to realm of immaterial or nothingness. But those two realms are connected inside of the fifth dimension and beyond. Um so this right, that was uh, all tying into uh approaching the autumnal equinox the in the melanated conference. It's going to be next month, September uh, 19th through the 21st, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, we'll, I'll be there for those three days going over a few different qigongs and uh, going over some Tai Chi. And possibly meditation to answer some questions if anything's out there like that needs to be answered. But you know, I'll be up there, have a good time. I might camp out, might get a room, I stay in the car, might stay in the room. I don't know how to. Well, uh, so it depends on how the intelligence, what the intelligence leads on that day. Uh, approaching the autumn with equinox. And equinox is derived from the Latin aquas, equal, and nox night. Day and night are equal in length during the equinox. It can be intuitively discerned as the union of opposites, the union of masculine and feminine, the union of day and night, inner and outer, above and below. The cosmic codes held within our blueprint of DNA is infinitely and essentially all that we are. This sacred experience of being photonic theory organisms awakening within us now, within all creation. It, it, it is created perfectly and illustrating itself perfectly. So know within yourself that all is perfect. The the majesty of this completeness is unspeakable. There are no words to express the glory of this cosmic transference. Your actuality into your mortal body of photonic, etheric essence responds as these codes awaken deeply within your DNA. The cosmic, photonic, etheric essence attracting your mortal body of hidden light now breathing deeply to st- the step-down codes of cosmic, galactic, and solar intelligence to receive the growth within your awareness. So it's going to be a very good um, inspirational and elevational. Uh, it's going to be elevating and inspirational to be a part of that experience. Once again, Um, you know, hope to see you there. Cause I see you in the astral if you're not there physically. But uh, it's going to be something special. So breathe in deeply to step down close of cosmic, galactic, and solaric intelligence to receive the growth in your awareness and continual form of your immortal body of hidden lights. And more. ta'a, amen, Alright, um, this right here, you, as Bruce Lee said, we've got 15 minutes. Bruce Lee stated, absorb what is useful and disregard everything else. First of all, is there any questions? You know, or anything? I see some calls on. Get one, two, nine, one, six. Peace and blessings to the fam. Um, But Bruce Lee did state, absorb what is useful and disregard everything else. Um, So, well, he also said that it is being oneself. It is the reality in its isness, the freedom in its primary sense, not limited by attachments or performance. It is a way of life, a movement toward willpower and control and light by intuition. So with that said, absorbing what is useful and disregard everything else um, it was a meditation called Wahe Guru it, that um, I learned. We learned this in in Dr. Alain's class with the Healing Wings. It's a very powerful, very powerful meditation. But I was looking at the word. I was like, Wahe Guru. Oh, Wahe. Nak so I was like, Hmm. And then. A couple of days, and I did this meditation like every day for a minute. This the Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru basically means the wondrous dark ray of light. Wahe meaning wondrous, Guru meaning um, dark, gooey substance, and Guru meaning ray of light. So the wondrous dark ray of light talked about the wondrous melanin. So I'm like, hmm, this is a pretty cool meditation. You can check it out online because it coincides with what I'm about to bring to the table if I have enough time. But the meditation is basically. Um it's, I think it's called the most powerful meditation while Cooper guru. That's W A H E G U R U on uh YouTube. I developed or uh, what came down the fight it's called Wajet He Nakalu. That basically means, you know, green infinite intelligence or the emerald infinite intelligence of the celestial. Um, this meditation is kind of parkour uh an advanced meditation, so to speak, it's it's two parts. It's for, I got the beginner type and, and the advanced type. But this is how it goes. Begin by closing right nostril with right thumb while the right index finger is pressed into the first eye center between the eyebrows. Initiate the chin lock and continue to hold it throughout the inside. Now I'm breathing through the left nasal passage then clear out or blow out of the left nostril. Now close off the left nostril with the right middle finger and release the right thumb. Uh, Now close off the left nostril with the right middle finger and release the right thumb from the right nostril. Breathe in through the right nasal passage and clear the right nostril while still maintaining the middle finger in this position. At the first eye region. Now close back off the right nostril with the right thumb. Continue to hold the index finger at the first eye center for the duration of the alternate breathing portion of the meditation. Now open the left nasal passage. Breathe into the left nostril for seven seconds. Allow the breath to fill 75% of the lungs. Initiate the root lock. Close off the left nasal passage while continuing to hold the right nasal passage and the middle finger at the press thigh. Move the energy to the lower dantian and commence an in-and-out pumping action of the abdomen while keeping both nostrils closed and holding the breath simultaneously chanting, Wajit Hei, nakaru. so vocally or externally. Two pumps separating Wajit Hei and Nakuru for beginners, so that would be pump, Wajit Hei, Nakuru, pump out. I mean pump, Wajit Hei, then pump out, then pump, Nakuru, then pump back out. So that's two pumps for beginners and four pumps with the complete Wajit Hei, Nakuru haiku on each word, coinciding with the pumping action of the abdomen for advanced meditators. So that will be uh, YJ pump, out, A, pump, out, not pump, out, Haru, pump, then out. So YJ, A, Nog, Haru. So it will be pumps for each one on for advanced meditators. This can be done in a series of 9, 15, or 18 reps for every set of two or four pumps, depending on what's comfortable for each individual way to do itself. So you can do that 9, 15, or 18 reps, so that would be one, two, three, four, one. That's one. One, two, three, four, that's two. You know, so watch it, hey, Nagalu would be one, or either the one, two, be watch it. Nagaru. That one. Watch it. Hey, Nagaro. That's two. You know, okay. All right. Uh now open the right nasal passage, release the breath out of the right nostril for seven seconds while keeping the left nostril closed. Rest for seven seconds, then breathe in to the right nasal passage for seven seconds. Um, the right nasal patch for seven seconds. Close off the right nostril while continuing to hold the left nostril and the middle finger is still placed at the first eye center. Repeat the same process with the two or four pumps in nine, 15, or 18 reps per set of pumps. This part of the meditation can be done nine or 15 times with one pass equaling both left and right nostrils. So you go, you do the left... You hold the left one first. When well, you breathe in through the left one first, then you hold it down. Breathe out to the right. Then breathe in through the right. Hold it down. That's one. Then you do that nine to fifteen times. All right. Um, in the completion of the first part of the meditation, release holds and place hands in the holding, the Mahan mudra. That's uh, with the left hand grasping the right thumb and right hand cupping the left hand while resting at the lower dantian. So your right hand to be on the bottom, your left hand will be grasping the um, right thumb. Now breathe in through the hand mudra with both nostrils for a count of seven seconds. That's the acolyting breath moving the energy directly to the gland, and then take two sips of breath through the mouth, acidifying breath, and with smiling energy and loving intent, move the breath with the, the color red attached to the energy to the lower dantian, where the hands are resting, and begin to count 81 to 108 heartbeats while spiraling the energy back up along the spine towards the gland and out the bendu spot, located at the back of the head where our soft spot is found while fixing the color black to the energy as it descends upward and out. So that's you breathe in through the nose and uh, allow the energy to go in through the hand move through at the lower dantian. breathe in through the nose seven seconds, uh, and then um move the energy directly to the gland and take two sips after that through through the mouth. So it'll be breathe in seven seconds through the nose, to both nostrils, then take two sips <laughs> through the mouth and then uh imagine the color red attached to the energy. Well I, what I just read, you know, take two sips of breath of loving intent, move the breath with the color red attached to the energy to the lower document where the hands are resting and begin to count to count eighty one to hundred and eight heartbeats while spiral the energy back up along the spine towards the pomegranate and out the benting spot located at the back of the head where our soft spot is found while fixing the color black to the energy as it ascends upward and out. In reaching the eighty one or hundred eight counts of the heartbeat slightly open your mouth so that the tongue can pierce through both top and bottom rows of teeth and breathe out with a smiling mm-hmm. love intent from the heart chakra region to sound ha with the color green connected to it. Now relax, sit still and do nothing. nothing and gather yourself after a few minutes of silence and normal breathing mm-hmm. and then begin the microcosmic orbit for as many rounds as you see fit. So you can go back and, and listen to that again, um that meditation is called the Wajit He Naga Haru, the Emerald Infinite Intelligence of the Celestial Order. So like the Emerald Tablets right there, they turn that Emerald Tablet back on within the spine whatever, the spine of the book right there. The whole message, you will get some out. I did that one for like forty two, forty six. 46. I can't remember. I remember it was a mathematical, though. I did that every day. For a minute when I first learned it, when it was first uh, gifted to me through the intelligence. But like uh, Bruce Lee said, absorb what is useful just to guard everything else. I felt that all those meditations put the bridge together like that, and then I was like, I'm going to do this. I've only introduced that to one person, and that was a few months ago. He was a beginner med- meditator. He had just started meditating. with my fault. That's why I, I broke it down into two different parts. But uh, he said he couldn't get through the eight, the hundred and eight or the eighty one heartbeats. So it's like one, two, three, four. You don't have to go one, two, three, one, two, three, four. Get to eighty one and then put the tongue at you know open the mouth very gradually, not open it all the way. But so the tongue can come out and you're gonna feel something. I'm promises that Kundalini activation. Whoa, <laughs> no. I'm talking about you're going to be sitting there gyrating electric shock. feel like that COVID has stumped you for a minute. I promise you. I did it a few times. Uh, but, yeah, thanks. Um, we have came to the the edge of the universe. I am um, just any questions or anything, you know, you know, tap in real quick or whatnot. Yeah, all in all, I don't know. You know, I got something out of it a little bit um, because, like you know, I'm I'm learning as I go. But I I know well, I've went through some of these things, and I give thanks to the ancestors, to the ancestors to the ancestors of being um graced and, and gifted through that through that um, Einstein-Rosen bridge, nah, through the blue through the shimmering bridge of light like there. Not through you know, through the intelligence and I get thanks, you know. So uh hope to see you guys at the at the Autumn Equinox in a couple of couple of. I'm gonna get it on up out of here. Got three minutes left. Find something good to listen to on the way. All right. Have a blessed one. And next week I did say I was gonna be going next this week, but I think I'm gonna Definitely take that break next week. Just get a breath in and gather, you know, reflect a little bit. But uh, I'll see you guys next week. I mean, week after next, peace and blessings.
2: Until...